0: Oh, man. Ooh. Ooh. That was gross. That's a (laughs) weird way to start it out. Uh, Welcome to 10 minimum. Podcast, all you hot dogs. I was trying to... Man, I swallowed wrong, right? Right when we were about to start. I'm your host, Chris Burnett. Uh, Holly Ann Bird is here.
2: I am here. Hello.
0: Ooh, let me change that camera.
2: Oh, yes. Yeah,
0: we kind of ran on the fly. We don't know where Smiley is.
2: You have no idea.
0: No idea. But uh, this show is sponsored by Topo Chico Hard Seltzer. Mm. (laughs) Mmm. That's tasty. (laughs) And uh, on today's show, we have... uh, It's weird. It's been kind of a, a weird podcast weekend for me, I guess uh from the only kings podcast we have uh noah vargas thank you guys for having me this is yeah. awesome yeah, Let me, uh, i
3: love me. the setup i love that well, i didn't know that you guys got a mortal Kombat machine in the back
0: oh man yeah. and
3: that's the way to my well, soul right there that's it, awesome and
0: it's and it's a little more than that it's kind of it's weird it's like it's got like 11 different uh midway games so it has like rampage and uh gauntlet you like that don't you that, this is you're like, like what? The, you're like what the hell is this? This Montucky like, is really good. You know? Yeah. You know, there's a I have I have a beef right now. Uh-oh. So whenever <laughs> so I drink Mont and I know I've said this on the podcast before. I drink Montucky whenever I was so I I found it in Colorado. Yeah. So I was going up we were up there for like a friends weekend and We went over to get some beer, and I was like, "Uh, where's your PBR? And the guy's like, we don't have PBR. I was like, you don't have PBR? And he's like, no. (laughs) Where were you? Uh, Durango. And uh, I said, well, what's the closest thing you have to PBR? And he goes, that. And he points at this box, and it's like blue with a unicorn on it or a horse. And I was like, "Mm, all right. So I get it, and I take it back to the hotel. And my friend takes a drink from it, and he's like, what the fuck beer is this? And I was like, it's the the PBR that they have. And he goes, this shit is amazing. And I was like, right? So then I came back home to uh, New Mexico and guess what? They don't, they didn't sell it here. Montucky. Right? What is so then? So then I would have, when people go to Colorado, I would be like, can you, can you get me a, you know, a 12 pack of this? And, uh, they would buy me that beer and then they'd buy some for themselves and then they'd be like, holy shit, that beer's awesome. Like, it's, it's just, it's not the best beer you've ever had, but it's like a really. No, it's pretty good. It's pretty.
2: It's easy drinking. Clean.
0: Clean.
3: Yeah,
2: I, you like know what I, mean? I like it so, well.
0: then, uh, so then as soon as they announced they're coming to New Mexico, I go to the El Rey liquor store, and I show them. I said, you need to order this. And they do, <laughs> right? And they do. And they would have never known it existed, but I was like, <laughs> you need to order this. So is is El Rey the only place that you can pick that up at? No, right no, no. no. Uh, they have it at like, El Rey. They have it at uh, Quarters. No, they, they don't have it at Quarters anymore. They have it at uh, Total Wine. Okay. Yeah. So, okay. So then the owner of the fucking company is driving through New Mexico and he stops at all the places where they sell the most Montucky in town. So of course they sell more Montucky at the fucking El Rey, right? (laughs) He drops in, he's talking, everybody's handing out swag, he's handing out hats, he's handing out shirts. I got that little sticker right there. The dude who said, we need to fucking bring this beer here. They sell the beer at uh, the El- at founders, they yeah. sell it at Inside Out. They sell it at the El Rey. They sell it at Red Door. I got a little sticker right there. Should have got some residuals, man. I'm like, you mother. And then, and then, I watched them give somebody a hat the other oh, day no. that they had been saving for them. That I'm pretty sure doesn't even drink Monteces. <laughs> <laughs> You're passionate about this shit. I huh? am fucking yeah. I was, I was not happy about it.
2: He's never gonna right. get over it.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, you know. I have to get on a soapbox sometime. Otherwise, this show does just isn't the show.
4: All right, Smiley's here. I am really sorry about that. What did I need more than that? Yeah. Oh, yeah okay. <clears throat> son, of a, um, son of a bitch. What you the, know? You know what you did. What I I, I called an Uber uh-huh. at four thirty. I showed up now. That had why would you to do call it that late? That late? That's us- That's the time I always do it. Usually- and you're always late.
1: <laughs> you know whether that's
4: not always fucking dice clay off voices getting roasted
3: right
0: now man. Know, man. Jesus. I'm, I'm, I'm fine i'm going after everybody
3: i'm just anyway
4: i'm okay two in a row all right is an anomaly because uh-huh. i am not usually late
0: okay all right i'm off i'm off my shit now i could have made that up and you you probably did i can you know <laughs> you know There's fucking documented evidence on this show and you know that people love when I, when you show up late, and then I'm fucking like they're like, man, I like that part where you like yell at Smiley at the beginning. And I'm like, what? I'm not yelling at him.
2: It's not the feedback you get because the feedback I get is like, why are you guys so mean to Smiley? <laughs> He's just running a little late.
4: People love to kick a puppy. It's just <laughs> it's, it's a, it's a thing, son man. of a
0: bitch. All right, well, welcome to our show,
2: dude.
3: I, I I'm I'm looking around the studio space, yeah. and I'm and I'm just finding cooler shit.
0: do do, do you like that do you like the purple rain poster where they have guns
3: yes that's amazing right I love all of them when you go to
0: leave if you like that poster when you go to leave in the hallway they're all movie posters and they're done by these artists from Ghana And apparently in Ghana, they, they, (laughs) they add guns to every movie, whether it has guns in it.
4: It's an American movie. Yeah. It's an American movie. It has
0: guns, whether you know it or not. Of course, (laughs) Prince carries a clock. (laughs) And then like, uh, if you see the outsiders, one, the outsiders one looks like it's just the most violent film you've ever seen in your entire life. And then like, uh, if you look at some of their other artwork, like they did, like Pee Wee's Big Adventure, and like someone, there's like someone's holding a severed head, and you're like,
1: <laughs> what?
4: What is going on? That was a pretty crazy
0: movie. I yeah, don't that it. could very well be a deleted scene. So,
4: right? You know. right. I was like, that could have been in there.
0: It, it could have been. I don't know. So, okay. So, Noah Vargas, Only Kings podcast. Yes, sir uh so how long have you been doing this show so ah oh, fuck so i started in october of 2020 so about
3: three and a half years in okay three wow. in,
0: yeah three years of some change and so it's yeah. kind of been a crazy weekend like that because friday night i went to dry heat comedy for the potential, uh, problems, potential right? problems i'm podcast, sad i missed that 10 year anniversary those guys yeah and it was really funny because they came out and they had burger king hats on <laughs> and uh this this was relevant to this conversation and they said you notice we're wearing burger king hats cuz we're crowning ourselves the kings of albuquerque podcasting <gasps> and they said and then they said chris don't get mad like they pointed at me in the crowd and i was like it's fine it's, it's fine it's <laughs> <laughs> fine whatever no I, a big big shout out to those yeah, guys they're awesome they actually had me
3: on their podcast yeah. uh last weekend
0: i saw that oh, you're, nice. you're you're like doing the media rounds Yeah, <laughs> unintentionally it's but like, yeah it's like you have your album you know dropping you know
3: Oh, yeah. I, w- I wish I hadn't. You know what's funny is I've become friends with the guys from, uh, and, I, and I'm not um, ashamed to say this to them. Uh, I've become friends with the guys from Sons of Harvard. Oh, yeah. And yeah, every yeah. time I see them play their shit live, because they play the fucking pop punk, alternative shit yeah. that we all grew up on is, Sure.
0: you know, in middle school, I'm like, you know what? I've had Leroy on the show. He's,
3: he's oh, yeah. Right mm-hmm. Yeah, I've seen that episode. And, uh, you know. I, I'll i tell this every time I see him because I was like, you guys, I live vicariously through you. I sure. wish I could just fucking get up there and start making music and singing <laughs> and dancing and shit like that. But I'll probably get arrested <laughs> just to see how untalented my voice
0: is. Right. But- well, you know, it's – it's. here's how I feel about it. I'm the same as you. Like, I, I go to Launchpad all the time. I go to, you know, Inside Out for music, whatever. Yeah. And it's like I want I, – because I wanted to be a musician. I would love to but i don't have the patience to learn how to play an instrument well yeah. uh and my singing voice sounds great to me <laughs> you it's know?
3: like when you're uh when you're going on a road trip you get your spotify going and it's accidentally yeah. playing the song you don't have downloaded right. so your internet cuts out and you hear yourself go bah! it's like oh that's why i'm not a singer
0: son of a there bitch yeah.
3: Go. yeah but um no it's i love going on other people's podcasts like you saw me. I was looking around the studio. I love seeing how everyone has their setup going. Oh yeah. I love. I mean, and quite if I'm being completely honest, I love the experience of being a guest. Sure. Because like, oh, no, no, it's fun. Yeah. Not that I find that there's pressure of being a host, but you yeah. know, it's like you're I am in, like you're a, in a different. I'm gear a passenger. Now. Yeah, sure. I'm like, yeah. I'm a passenger
0: on this yeah. ship. right Well, than the, and and it's and I'm the, I'm with you, and it's funny because like uh, other than you and uh, oh gosh, have you seen? No one ever oh, really yeah. asked me to do anything. Yeah. And I always assume that it's like they think I'm going to come in and judge them or something. I don't know. And it's like, I don't know what it is. I loved having you on. That was a
3: fun, some some of the best episodes that I've done, and this is very selfish to say, but have, are the ones that have turned unexpected like in the back half mm-hmm. when they unexpectedly turn into super dorky conversations. Sure. That's just like the shit that I grew up on. <laughs> oh, so yeah, when, yeah. when I find out, even you know, after all the Marvel movies have come out and just the superhero pop over the last fifteen years, right, right, when well, I found out that, that over
0: here that there are other people that love this shit as much as I do, it's like okay, oh, they're saying I'm the ambassador of burke music. See, and 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 I feel like I f- okay, so that's been thrust upon me. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm really thrust upon plot. dude. I I've been asked to be a judge again.
2: Oh, I saw that on, on the songwriter. Oh, on I, the,
0: you don't love it, of course I do. But it's like, it, it, but it. Here's how awful I feel. It's like I've never written a song. I've never gotten on stage and sang a song and you want me to tell people why I thought they were bad at it.
2: <laughs> oh, come on. Okay, I will. You yeah, I was going to say Chris, you love telling people where they went wrong. No.
0: Okay, I'll ta- I'll tell ta- you the one time I <laughs> the one time I've done this already. Chris, I was- how late was I today? Tell me more. <laughs> the one time I did do this, I was the nicest judge. I would tell people, I'd say, you know, hey, this is what I, I would immediately, I did like the compliment sandwich thing. Sure. I was like, here's what I like that you did. You know? And then I would say, maybe not so much this, but you know, this. Yeah. And everybody else was doing the American Idol. Like everybody was like Simon Cowell.
2: No. And I'm like, no. You know, even, um, (laughs) like I've been in comedy for, it'll be 10 years this year. Jeez. And like. I still just I don't like being mean to people,
0: mm-hmm.
2: even people that I probably should be mean to.
0: Like Sarah
3: and Kelly.
2: <laughs> yeah, especially Sarah Kennedy. Check out
3: the newest episode of the Only Kings podcast with Sarah Kennedy. <laughs> right.
2: <laughs> a fucking Draghi Comedy Club. Uh, <laughs> no, no, I'm just kidding. I, I, as a matter of fact, I get nervous when people <laughs> are like, oh, did you like my set? And like, if I didn't like it... I then have to find something yeah. positive. Well, that's that's
0: also tough.
3: Well, okay, so here's the thing. I think that especially like where we are right now with this I hate saying fucking woke or virtue yeah. signaling, like that the oversensitivity, let's put it that way. Mm. Overly sensitive inklings. There's being mean. Like if someone yeah. comes up to you after they're set, they're like, Hey, yeah. what did you think? And you're like, You fucking suck, dude. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's mean. But saying, "Hey, yeah, that shit was bad," but here's why—that's yeah. criticism now, right? Yeah. Now you can just pile onto them, call them a shit bag. You should quit comedy. You should go yeah. back to Seven Eleven, like whatever. That—that's mean, right? That sucks. That, that <laughs> I'm start, sucks. I'm gonna start using that. You need to go back to Seven <laughs>
2: Eleven, right?
3: Like that—that's mean. But then saying, "No, that shit was garbage," but yeah. here's yeah. here's why I thought it was garbage. But this is also now it's incumbent upon the person you're telling this to 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 have this mindset when asking for criticism, but that's their opinion. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That is, that is their in your own little world. You could, you could be your own Dave Chappelle, but you know, as far (laughs) as they're concerned for that last five to 15, whatever minute set you just did, you sucked. Sorry. Move on. Um, and I think, I don't know, man, like,
2: I think it also depends the relationship I have with the person.
3: Yeah.
1: Well,
4: like if I don't
2: know them at mm -hmm. all, I'm like, I don't want you to go home and like hang Uh, yourself in the shower.
4: I mean, well that I'm would just be kidding. so hard.
0: <laughs> they reduce their carbon footprint. They're fu- No, I'm just kidding. Um
2: no, I <laughs> what don't kind know. How much shower do they have that
4: they can get that kind of traction? No. Your shower doesn't is have it a like a twenty fa- foot shower, you can get 20? that leverage on your neck. Mine would break. Uh, well, I was gonna yeah. say, like your 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 shower does not have a ceiling fan
2: oh, in it. Mine also, does. also you guys oh. are it's there for a reason. You guys are all much taller than I am also yeah. so. oh. to me a shower is well, huge.
0: See, I feel like if you're gonna tell like if someone <laughs> here's here's what I feel about it. If someone comes up to me and they're like, hey, how did you like my set? Now I have to go in my mind and say, do they really care about what I thought about it? Mm. Or do they they want me to say good things and then they'll be fine. But if I say, because even if I did do what you say and say, hey, you know what? Honestly, this was what I didn't like. Some people aren't there. They don't. It doesn't matter what. They don't take that well,
3: yeah. And you yeah. got it,
0: you and it—that's their fucking problem. They no, they yeah. came they I mean, came fair. to you and
3: opened up the conversation. So, damn so right. take it at face value. Yeah, if you don't—that's their know. fucking problem. But sure. I don't know. What I was gonna say though is like, I'm all for supporting local. Like obviously, right? It's mm-hmm. it's incumbent um, upon me to do that. But yeah. like, dude, I support good local. Sure, and, and good is subjective, right? What I might like, a lot of other people don't like, and right. then what a lot of other people like, I probably I might not like. Well, you're right? also so,
0: you're also stand up comedian, right? Uh, or are, you, or are you trying?
3: I, I don't consider myself a stand up. No, I'm doing open mics. I've done a couple of shows. Okay. But I don't consider myself a comedian yet. Okay. But, um, but I mean, even then, like, I've had a lot of, I've found myself in a lot of really good opportunities to um, be a mentee to a lot of people, right? There's a lot of really seasoned stand ups in the community that have been very nice to me. Okay. Uh, pointed me in the right direction, giving me tips and tips and thoughts and criticisms, both good and bad. Um, They're all take two weeks off and then quit altogether. <laughs> <laughs> no, man. Like they, they've been the community here's been real real nice to me. And um you know, I don't know, like support good local. Like yeah. if someone because if, me as a new as a newbie, right, I started well, I did my first mic in July of last year. I'm trying to remember if it was before or after my surgery. Okay. I think it was after. So like
0: July Oh, congratulations on the transition.
3: Yeah, oh thank you. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. It was flawless. Yeah, I, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, wow,
0: we're, we're really, we're not
3: usually this harsh. You guys are
2: sassy today. No, they gave
3: me the good, they gave me the good test because that's how I got this beard. Like beforehand as Noel, I -hmm. just couldn't really, you know what I mean, but you know, it's a gene had to get unlocked like an X-Men. No, I, um, I did comedy in July Okay, and then I had to take some time off. Um, I didn't have to, I just did. I just didn't want to go back and do it. And cause they had a badass fucking open mic at inside out. Uh, it was Buck D and, and, uh, Marie. I fucking love that shit. That was so much fun. Um, both as a viewer and a participator. Okay. But then a Marie fucking, she, uh, she gave me a chance and she booked me with it for a show in August of last year. And then again in September. And then I just did another one with her a couple of weeks ago. So I'm only like fuck i'm only like six seven months into it right but i would much rather get told hey and i have been hey that (laughs) sucked but here's why right then just means oh no that was because because i feel like what you're kind of saying right it's like it's Mm. the mindset of oh he's brand new he's gonna Mm. suck anyway he probably knows he sucks i don't need to pile on like no like if you're gonna do stand-up comedy in my opinion right because i've Again, I'm very fresh at it, but I've i have been obsessed with this. since I was like fucking maybe ten years old. Okay. I who, fucking love
0: stuff. Who did you uh who did you grow up watching?
3: So I I grew up in a very like I mean, as much as my mom fried, a very, very sheltered, like mm-hmm. uh very censored let's put it that way censored christian household okay and then when my parents split and the little bit of time that i spent at my dad's place he's the one that exposed me to all the cool shit right? oh all of a sudden your dad was like oh god damn it i get to do shit <laughs> yeah pretty much like, granted he was not a very good person but in the times <laughs> no, that needs that a fucking dick bag but like yeah in the in the small shining moments that he did have is when i got exposed to stuff like you know, like the fucking Terminator, or okay. Rocky, Rambo, just video games in general, and just violence, right? Yeah. Just cool guy shit. Um, but he started showing me, um, I, my my intro into comedy in general was through movies, so it was, oh, okay. it was watching stuff like, well, when I was a little kid, I watched like, the Andy Griffith show. It's so, like Don Knotts, right? Obviously, he's a standout, and that show is, is Barney Five. Right. Oh, and man. then like John Candy, right? John Candy movies, Steve Martin movies, Jim Carrey. How, damn, how old are you? Uh, 26 how are you watching all that stuff like because he's I was,
2: had a sheltered when, life. I was,
3: when i was a kid my dad was showing me all the stuff that he you, liked right oh, yeah, you, oh. this is
4: everything yeah because this is this watch. is
3: stuff that because that's like my era of like yeah because yeah. this is this is all stuff that well, like, well not any grip show but you know that he would grow up watching right <laughs> yeah. and then so then i found out just because again like the internet's starting to be a thing and i look up these people and i just go down like wikipedia rabbit holes like sure. oh there's a through line through all these people that they used to do this thing called what the fuck is stand-up comedy? Oh, wow! I thought comedy was a movie thing. So then, um, I get exposed or I find out about this guy named Jeff Dunham. Okay. And the way I was more or less able to just to break my mom down and just like really convince her, let me get a DVD of his. It's like he's
0: got puppets. It's for kids. <laughs> and then she didn't, and
3: she didn't give two shits about stand-up comedy. So she, I'm, I doubt she looked at it. Now, granted you know, Jeff Dunham's early stuff is pretty, you know, like he had, yeah. used to have a character called Bubba J, who was the black pimp. You know, okay. he, he definitely can't do that now, and he doesn't, right? Right. And even, like, Ahmed the Dead Terrorist is super, like, tame now, because he's got his residency out in Vegas. But anyway,
0: I got exposed I think to this. You know what, I think he did that, too, like, in the Middle East. Uh-huh, he like, did. Yeah. Well, because
3: it's fucking funny. Yeah. And the people out, the people that are... ISIS is not buying tickets to Jeff Dunham. No. All right. Like, <laughs> what the fuck? Like, the people who go out to his shows, just now know who he is, know that right. he's funny. Anyway, anyway, so I remember I got, like, a DVD of his, and then, like, um, you know, I would go up on, I would go on YouTube and watch, like, old stand-up stuff on YouTube, and then, like, in high school, because I started high school in 2011, and they, uh, that's when Netflix started basically robbing, uh, Comedy Central, all their stand-up specials. Oh, I gotcha. Right? Like, any stand-up special that probably would have gone to Comedy Central went to Netflix. So, it was a lot of Tom Segura, a lot of, like, me and my friends were obsessed with Bill Burr. Okay. You know, we watched his specials over to the point where I can, I memorize, like, half his sets. because okay. they're So, fucking. So anyway. So, I, I've been into it for a long time. So, to really wrap up this point, like, just from my point of view, and I know that a lot of people feel differently, but if you see me as set they mm-hmm. see me do a set and I go up to you and I ask, How did I do? Tell me the truth, right? Don't think like, Oh, he's new. I might want to be nice to him. Or no, it's like I'm opening the dialogue for criticism. I want to get better. And if you're spending your time going to open mics, this is my opinion. If you're spending your time going to open mics just for the fun of it, right? But you have no real desire to get better at stand up or you don't have any like real uh, advancement goals in stand up. Dude, there are a lot easier ways to humiliate yourself. Yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> there are a lot easier ways, and the best part about it is you don't have to involve other people.
0: There, and what's weird about that, though, and I mean, this is going to uh, maybe anger some people. Uh, when you say like, if you just go to it just for the fun of it, there are some times where I felt like there are people that that is just a thing for them. Oh yeah, like well, a thrill or but,
3: like- but I'm saying that just on the basis of like, okay, you can go to you can go to open mice for the fun of it. Yeah. But like, are you not gonna like? Try to do better
0: than None, the last time? I, no, I you, get what you're you saying. see what I'm trying to yeah, say? No, no, I, I, I just, 100% I just, understand I just what you're don't saying.
3: understand that. Like, if you love going up there to just talk shit and, you know, you have no, and this is, I think it's rare, but I feel like there there might be people out there that mm-hmm. do this, that have no intention of getting better. No intention of
0: advancing yourself in right. any measure, any well, measure, but you're just doing okay. it to, like, fuck around. It, 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 to me, okay, it's like the comedy version of karaoke, right yeah. okay it's like it's like um and you can absolutely tell me i'm stupid mm. on this but i felt like there's something pe- like so like to me like i have this idea of karaoke in my mind karaoke to me is like a video game every bar has their every karaoke bar has their mini boss yeah And it's that mm. person that shows up every week so that they can have their little three minutes Uh, increment Mm. of they are the most famous person in that room because they're up there belting out Adele. They're (laughs) up there you know and so for some people Chris I feel like you're calling out all of our friends. No 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 (laughs) no 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 and I'll say why I'm not. So then the funny thing is, is like we we used to do this thing where we'd go into the heights and do a bar crawl, and we'd go around all these different bars. So our friends are like, we have a bunch of friends that are musicians, and they're like literally like some of the best singers you'll ever see. Yeah. So we would go into these like karaoke bars, and like they'd all go over and they'd pick their songs and they'd get up there and start singing. And and immediately when as soon as two of them, like at least one or two of them, sings, mm-hmm. the mini boss would get up and be like, they'd bo- they'd run over, and 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 throw tell the, the karaoke guy this song because that's their that's their wheelhouse song.
4: Oh and they don't want someone else to do it better than that. <laughs> well that's well, that <laughs> oh okay
0: we'll get on that a little bit yeah. later if you want. That's
3: that is the that is a common denominator that I've because again I'm a very introverted person until so I started doing this podcast like really taking it seriously, you know. And that is a yeah. of all the negative common denominators and just entertainment in this yeah. city that is one of them so we'll get to that no no it, don't take my we'll, phone we'll,
0: we'll get there you know but so yeah go ahead
3: what i was just going to say is so apply that to comedy right yeah. if there is somebody going to open mics and i can confidently say that there isn't because i think that every true like like every every person that i typically see at an open mic that's just a killer right yeah. just goes up there and smashes they more or less have aspirations well, to continue comedy, okay, right? But, but, so then my, my point though is, yeah. if you are if you have that ability, right. and again, I'm biased because I fucking mm-hmm. love stand up so much. If you have the ability to go up at an open mic and fucking smash for five minutes and just like slaughter in there, and you're not using that to at least do right. something, well, oh fuck, well, talk about wasted potential. But, but man. see, the
0: difference to me, and this is where I was going with it, is like karaoke you're singing someone else's song yeah someone else facts. has already written oh, a hit good point you can't get up you can't go to an open mic which i mean i guess you can but it, oh, it won't work out too well uh, people do they do <laughs> oh, yeah. oh i know i know but like
3: <laughs> for a me, lot of
0: a lot of yeah for me some of the people go to the open mic and they get up there and it's that it's that literal like five minutes of like the thrill i'm on stage they and then they tell the worst you know which is fine and, and then they do it the same the next week, and it's yeah. never better, and and and, and, and it never. And, so yeah, I'm, I'm literally thinking ran, of one person. I, I'm literally yeah. thinking of one
2: person. I think we're thinking of the same person. Yeah. So I so ran yeah. an open mic like, so for yeah. four years. Yeah. No, don't be and sure. there was a person. And I'm not gonna. I don't think they do comedy anymore. Okay. Well, so I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it does. Uh, yeah. But so, uh, yeah. They they just they would tell the same. Three jokes yeah. every week. And here's here's the, wait, the my- same
0: three jokes. Yes. yes, same exact ones. No yeah. change. Yes. Yep. No. Yes. Tag extra
2: yep. on there. Again,
0: just- again. I think it was that. And then at first they did it because they, you know, I'm going to try this, and I need to ha- to get up there. I need to have these three jokes. Yeah. Then it was like, then the the comedians would razz them about how bad they were so yeah. then that became the thing oh
2: and then it became they yeah. thought it was funny yes to like be anyway yeah but there, uh, and this is where like my philosophy on things kind of changed because i used to be like you i used to be like you know what if you suck then you suck and everybody should tell you you suck and if you're oh, not, that's not what i'm better- saying at all well no, no no but what i'm saying is that my philosophy changed because I ran an open mic for four yeah. years. And one thing that I noticed is there are a few comedians who are doing comedy now mm-hmm. that are amazing that when they started, they were crap. Oh, sure. that, that's yeah.
3: every comedian except for like maybe oh, yeah. three. That's not, that's not what I'm saying. Maybe, maybe I presented myself wrong. So no, no, the- no, no, no. I'm no. Uh, my own okay. point. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. So, okay. Yeah.
2: But uh, so I used to, and, and some of these comedians were the people that some people in the scene were like we need to talk to them we need to tell them and i'm like do we though because here's the thing you go up on stage and you eat shit every week you're either gonna get tired of eating shit every week yeah or you're gonna get better and if you eat shit every week you're not gonna get shows so why does it bother you or you'll find
0: something else in life that (laughs) <laughs> sure. it tickles that itch for you, know, you, or, you it's, know. it's not to yeah. me it's
2: like yeah. it's not that deep guys like if, right. they, if they're okay with it then they're okay with it but there yeah. were those people and one of them asked me one time mm. and i think chris was there for it there was this guy who did not understand what comedy was
0: that yeah yeah <laughs>
2: Like, I don't Which, know how else to explain. So, so was
3: it, like, joke structure? Or was it presentation? No, it was all of
2: it. Like, really? It was almost like he had never seen yeah. stand-up comedy before, but he wanted to get better, but right. he didn't know how.
0: That's like someone that goes, you know, I really like music.
2: <laughs> it was just really bizarre, <laughs> and I had never seen anything like it. I was like, what is wrong with this person? Like is this their bit like that you know <laughs> and chris i think you were there when he asked me like what what could i do to improve myself and the only answer i could come up with and it wasn't even a cop-out was like watch some stand-up right because you don't well but also but don't
0: but don't don't steal the jokes <laughs>
2: well, that's, <laughs> a, that's a good answer
0: all around i feel
3: yeah. well
2: yeah so. and i i think sometimes also there are some people that i I just think they haven't watched enough stand-up no
4: well and like you know they're not like they're not involved (laughs) enough to know what they're supposed to be doing right well that's the beautiful thing about stand-up though is there's nothing you're supposed the only thing you're supposed
3: to be doing is be funny is be exactly is be funny now however way you do that however you get to that goal for the most part right, right there are outliers um no one really cares how you do it as long as they end
0: up laughing right you. i mean it, 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 here's,
3: here's and that's
2: why this situation was so bizarre yeah because i'm like the, you have one job my dude yeah like yeah. just it's not an easy one laugh. well, it's, well but, you I mean, know
0: the, the real and, and i mean be funny is one thing but the real <laughs> deal is putting asses in the seats that, yes. That's literally like, you know, this is what the goal is. That's like step, I would feel like. That's like, that's in your
3: first 10 steps, but it's not step nah. number one. No, it's not. You know? But but you know what I mean. But you're right. No, you're totally right. You have to be, that goes with like, you have to be it, marketable. It's, it's and going, you, it's yeah.
0: going with what you're saying. It doesn't matter how you get there as long as yeah. you can get there. I mean, yeah. you know, in where you go from, you know, how long you stay there, That that's a different thing. Yeah. But hey, let's talk about, let's shift gears and sure. let's talk about podcasting. Sure. So, where, first of all where are you from born and raised here in albuquerque okay born and raised here in albuquerque New mexico i yeah. wouldn't have guessed that
3: really no no why is no. that no. oh i've no. never i've never gotten that before really no. why'd you say that could
4: i get a topo Chico yeah shirt? i don't know how you guys did not miss that i don't know I? so you i oh, thought you were is, from this guy to be is, honest is with so you? from albuquerque
2: i thought you were like military
4: i yeah. am well i from, am yeah
2: from somewhere else because i grew up around military people so i could tell you're military and i
0: feel like you have an accent it's weird (laughs) like i feel like you have like a like a not maybe sir maybe you haven't lived in texas in a while but you still have a little bit like some of that so
3: i i I, and i've never lived in texas i spent a lot of time in uh in el paso just like i had family down there for a while um but yeah born and raised here in here
0: in albuquerque See, I wouldn't have guessed that. I wouldn't guess that in a million years. But that—that's cool. Yeah. No, I you love know? that. No, I love that. That's awesome. Yeah. No. 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 But um, for sure, this is my first Topo Chico ever. By have, the way. Oh, you haven't? Oh. oh, okay. They're. I think they're fantastic. Not okay. even the uh, non-alcoholic version. Wow. So, what high school then did you go to? So. Oh. That's quite nice. Yeah. Um. That's. That's really good. Yeah.
3: Because <laughs> seltzers usually kind of just like, they have an initial like kick of flavor yeah and they go away that kind of sticks with you a little bit these are dangerous because you're like oh there's booze in this yeah, yeah i like that yeah that's really good um so i went to a military school down in
0: roswell nimi i went to nimi yeah okay. four years oh, of high school okay. two years of college so i'm uh i'm from uh clovis and Portales. ah okay. so got few, i got a few friends out there i know nimi so i know yeah i know all about it yeah that was a fun time honestly like i loved it did you love roswell oh,
3: Well, you know Roswell.
0: Here's here's what makes me always (laughs) no, I did not. So I'm from Eastern New Mexico. That was a great hot. So when you meet people, when you meet people that have like flown in for like the weekend or whatever, and they're like, I don't know, man, we're thinking about taking a day trip down to Roswell. We've always wanted to go. I'm always like, I cannot stress to you enough (laughs) about how disappointing it is going to be. Well,
3: because like, so I went to Roswell for the first time when I was a little kid. I can't believe, I can't remember if my mom or my dad took me, but mm-hmm. I went down there when I was like seven or eight because of like the alien shit. Right. And that's their big selling point. Right. And then they act and then people don't really, I don't know how many people know this, but they have like an alien festival or mm-hmm. like oh, an yeah. alien celebration I or whatever the, the fir- I went
0: to the first one.
3: Yeah. Oh, you did. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh shit. Okay. That's so it, they, it was, the 50th, it it was the 50th time. anniversary. So they, they have all that and you know, they decorate the town and fucking UFO stuff and all True. that, but. You know the actual alien museum itself, like it's cool, but it's not drive three and a half hours cool, <laughs> no. three
4: hours cool. You it's, know what I mean? It's really the drive that is the off-putting thing. Honestly, Dude. going to going to Roswell is it's a fun thing to do, but it's how far you're willing to drive to get there. Well, because and then, it's and disappointing because you're like too- this took forever.
0: You have these TV shows, and people are like, "Oh, there's a forest. There's a... no, no. no? Who the fuck's there's a forest? Have you not seen the TV shows where like they run there into
4: the a forest? There are two and- yeah. Roswell TV shows. I think, yeah, I
0: think one of them is a little more. I know about the one from the '90s, scenic accurate. The other one, like I was watching it, and they were like, there was like a forest nearby, and I was like. <laughs> It what was, fucking Roswell have they been to? And it's funny
3: too. The see. one in
4: Vancouver.
3: Yeah. So you'll see the ads are like, um, did you know about like New Mexico and shit like that? Where yeah. they have the, because they do have their McDonald's, their main I, McDonald's. I, I down saw there. that has, one on Facebook. Facebook. But if you yeah. look at that picture, that picture is so fucking, so it's taken at night. Yep. So, so, And it's it was in the seven years that I've lived in that little town. Yeah. There, I can count on one hand how many nights I drove by that McDonald's and all the lights even worked, let alone on. Right, even yeah. worked. So when they all those pictures they take, first of all, it's at nights, so all the lights are on, and then it's so fucking photoshopped. Oh yeah. There's yeah. no, <laughs> there's no scratches or dance or graffiti or whatever. So anyway, anyway. So no, I did not like Roswell very much. Um, it was, it's fucking, it's a dangerous little town. Like, oh, it's, dude. it's easy. It's easy to stay away from it though, right? Which is, I feel yeah. like that's a. No, I, th- I, I won't say that because that's not even true. I, 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 I know
0: two people who've been shot from there. Yeah, it's easy to stay like, away from yeah, it in oh, Roswell yeah.
3: if you just stay on like the, the, the northern part of okay. town. But if you just go southern, it's just fucking well,
0: what dick. Is, what, is, what do people from Roswell say? They hate it. No, no, but what is oh. their little slogan? Oh. Crazy Town Roswell, CTR. You yeah. never heard that? No. Oh, really? No. Oh, shit. They're like, Crazy Town Roswell, yay. <laughs> and you're like, okay. Like, I know some girl. I know I know a family. Their daughter, whose husband was uh, in the gangs, yeah, and someone drove by, shot up their house, killed her while she was on the on the on the couch. Oh my god! Uh, I had a friend that was shot at the Sonic. Yeah, that's and, and, and that's like a thing there. Like yeah, they, yeah. you know oh, you're with Sonic, probably get shot. Yeah. and it's like a thing. No,
2: you there was so- at, shot the Sonics,
0: dude. There was okay. At one time, Holly, I don't know if this is still true. At one time, there were more gangs per capita in Roswell than South Central Los Angeles.
3: Dog, there was in, in so between 2014, because it was like the last couple of years that I was there. No, I'm sorry, 2015 to 2017, there were more murders per capita in Roswell than there were in LA. Now, yeah. granted, granted, the important uh, <laughs> the, the important phrase there is per capita. Obviously,
4: that, but, but that means you're more
0: apt to see it. Well, yeah, exactly.
4: Yeah. How big? It's not that
0: big of a. Like fifty thousand, sixty thousand. Yeah, yeah, at most. Um. So, so you went to high school in Roswell. That's yeah. interesting. That's yeah, I went.
3: Yeah, I. Um. The long story short of that is, I wanted to get the fuck out of the house, and I was. You know, I I don't have the best relationship with my mother, but you know, she she certainly did her best, and she I never went hungry. I never always had clothes. Always had a good place to live, and. Um, she really like. I, I always give her credit on this. Like, she made sure that I went to that fucking school because she knew that APS was horrible. And it's expensive and, to and, go there. Uh, back then it was more affordable. Now it's insanity. Um, really? Oh yeah, but back then it was a bit more affordable. And the only the only way that I was able to even go there in the first place is they have a thing called a legislative scholarship, and oh. it's it's one person. Um, every year they choose like one person for. I forget what the criteria is but it's like a maximum of 3 people get it a year or some shit like that. Really? And I don't know how I got it. I'm going to be completely honest with you because I had horrible grades in middle mm-hmm. school. I didn't do any cuz you know how they like when you're leaving high school and you're if you're applying to colleges like you're whoever's telling you to apply to college, like, oh you got to do volunteer work, you got to be in sports, you got to you got to stack your resume. So it's basically that but like pushed way up to eighth grade and seventh grade. It's like, you had to do this and this and this to get into NIMI. An and, and
4: it was a, is, is the pre-college stuff. Like yeah, exactly. All that Guiding,
3: weird,
0: the guidance like, counselor. Exa-
3: yeah, exactly. And so, but I didn't have any of that. I had less than mediocre grades. I was in sports, but I went to a small Lutheran school. Yeah. So there was like one class per grade. So you, everybody was in sports. Like you had to be on sports to pad the team. Oh, and wow. then, um, so basically I didn't have anything stellar, but thank God I was able to get the scholarship and the scholarship was good. For, it knocked, like, I don't want to give an exact number because I don't know, but I want to say it knocked off, like, 70% of the asking price. Wow. Yeah, so I was able to get in, and it was, you no shit have to have a 2.5 minimum through high school to keep that scholarship, and I'm pretty sure I maintained a 2.5 the whole time. Because, again, I was a dick (laughs) student, but what was so crazy is one of the things they'll tell you if you become a cadet down there, Mm -hmm. I don't know what they'll say now because I've heard... I've heard some less than stellar things how it is now, but like, oh, really? Yeah. Um. But uh, one of the things they tell you is like, even regardless of what college you go to, whether you go to a state school, you go to like a, like a university in New Mexico, or you stay here for two years of college, your college experience is going to be so much easier because of the skill. If you decide to learn the skills that they teach you in high school, it's going to be better. I barely had a 2.5 throughout high school. I go to college and I sleep and get a 3.5 pre 7. Like, it was... And it's at the same school. It, mm-hmm. It's just absolutely the time management and all that stuff. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway. uh, Yeah, so I the go there for four years of high school. I knew I didn't want to go to UNM, and I was just comfortable there, so I stayed for two years of college. I, it's um, at JUCO, right? Yeah, it's a junior yeah. college. And at the time... So I tried to enlist in the military, like, right out of high school, mm-hmm. right? But um, this was during the... Uh, this was, like... At the tail end of the Obama administration. So they're doing a ton of military cuts. This is like, oh, yeah. This was maybe like a year after they fired like 50,000 captains. And, you know, there, there was like no budget for the military. And I have dog shit eyesight. And so when I was going, I wasn't going to be able to get a waiver very easily for my eyesight. Uh, and the dock at MEPS was like, which is the processing station. I was like, hey, man, you can either, like, keep trying, and it's probably not going to work out, or you can, like, go to law
0: enforcement, or you could do whatever he's trying to do later. It got got pretty tough to get in there. So, I remember, so I used to do uh, warranty work for, like, Dell and, like, Apple and IBM. So, I would go to these, like, uh, recruiter offices, and I was in there a couple, this happened a couple of times, where I was in there, like, replacing the screen on a laptop, and... Guys would come in, and they'd be like, hey, uh, did you guys hear back on uh, my background check and all that? And they're like, <laughs> yeah, man, we did. Came back. There's some uh, problems. We're going to have to say no. What year was this around? Jeez, uh, it was like, hmm, like 2009? Yeah, sounds about right. Okay. Yeah. And, and like both times, the dude started crying Yeah,
1: yeah. In,
0: in, the, in the thing. And then it'd be like in the Army thing, and they'd be like, you know what, dude? Maybe try the Air Force. <laughs> okay, they're telling you to try the Air Force,
3: they're dog shit recruiters. Well, but... you know, because you know, they, yeah.
0: they were like, because, you know, and then they would leave. And then of course I would hear all the conversation after they left, yeah. and they'd be all, they'd be all that dumb motherfucker's got felonies, man. Oh well, oh. that's one, thing. you know. And yeah, yeah that, if you're trying to, and that's the sad yeah.
3: part, and you know there are a lot of complaining And, and I, I,
0: and I'm not, I'm, I'm not padding them saying the dumb motherfucker. That was them. They would say, no, yeah, they would that's talk. How recruit, yeah. That's how that's yeah. how military
3: people talk. Yeah, yeah.
0: obviously. I mean, I, I've been here for like 20 minutes. Yeah, to speak. But <laughs> 40 minutes, holy shit.
3: Um, but you know, so I tried again. Um, cause I had just, so I graduated with my associates in 2017 and then like in November of that year, I was like, you know, I'm gonna try it again. Um, and I went, nat- and I went national guard as enlisted cause like they, cause I did pretty well on like the, the, the academics, side. I finally got my shit together, but like, I did pretty well on my like, cadet side of things. And uh, I became, uh, like I knew a lot of the the guys that ran the ROTC department, they're like, why the fuck are you doing ROTC? And I was like, because I don't really want to.
0: No. I see, so. I assumed if you're at NIMI, you automatically ran the ROTC. So, you were, yeah. so what's funny yeah. is only like
3: fucking 30% of the students ever go in the military. And that's oh. ever. That's ROTC. That's enlisting Whoa. afterwards. That's ever. It's, it's like you were saying a little bit earlier,
0: it is primarily college preparatory. It's
3: to get uh, your shit together. That is college prep for to, sure. It's to
4: like, go out. What
0: I, knew. I So I, I wonder though, how What what do you think the percentage was of kids that were, like, sent there because they're fucking jackasses? So, so,
3: yeah. So, that's actually a, a
0: misconception about the school.
3: Okay. Um You did have a few that were... Like, I knew... No, not even that. I knew one kid my whole time there. He didn't last very long, but right. where he had had some instances where he almost went to juvie and they were like, hey you know we need to if you send him to a school or if you send him to a whatever we can help like mitigate these sentences or or, See, or tv movies like made me feel that that was, yeah. but it's not a, i it's, feel
2: like when i, I was a kid Bill though but, it, <laughs> but
3: it's not a uh, but it's not a reform school like if you're a shitbag and you show mm-hmm. up you'll wash out just cuz of the discipline system oh, right, and, yeah. or or because nobody's keeping you there like no, nothing is keeping. Like obviously, there's like there's
0: because there's minors there.
3: there's.
4: That's, that is a it's it's a prestige. Yeah, school. it's it's Owen. It looks. No, correct. I know like, I know there's, that Nimi is, but like, I didn't know if there was you know. Yeah, no. And
0: I'm not saying a juvie kid. I'm just saying like parents are like we don't care about we don't want you here anymore at our yeah, house. Yeah, there there know. are some of those and and they you know that's that's a broader
3: thing. I mean, that's,
2: I went to La Cueva, and I will tell you there were a couple of rich kids whose parents sent them to Nimi because they well, were tired of their shit. But yeah I, but they weren't like you know junior right. kids they were just the yeah, so- kids that did a lot of cocaine
3: Oh, okay. Yes, that, that is a misconception, but it's it's not a no real no. The they, yeah. La Cueva
0: kids do cocaine. Oh, oh,
3: yeah, that's no. not a misconception yeah, no. at all. But no, that, even that's like, a real thing. That's what we. That's what I was always told. Like, because yeah. I, when I went off to public or when I went off to military, school, my friends to stay here. They're like, yeah, like this is the coke school. This is the weed school. Yeah. This is where if you want to get like you know, psychedelics, you go to that school. And the hey, anyway,
4: La Cueva, you're like, oh, your parents <laughs> can afford cocaine. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, that's the, that's you know. a school that's like a mall.
0: Wow. But they're saying a bunch of the next kids from the cult i grew up in went to nimi mm-hmm. were
4: all screw-ups
0: that's funny
3: okay yeah,
4: yeah so uh, actually uh, that was also a uh option for homeschool children as well yes uh yeah. <laughs> but then to, private schooling. You know, know so definitely that I, a way to shelter us away from reality. Uh, yeah.
3: So then I, I ended up joining the military. <laughs> and to really flash forward to bring us back to podcasting. Um I get back from a deployment in July of twenty yeah, July of twenty twenty. What what branch of the military you in? Uh Army National Guard. Oh, okay. Yeah and um oh what war
0: were you hiding i'm just kidding <laughs> i'm just kidding <laughs> and then we, I, I do love i do I love was promised you know no. no no so so one thing i do love and i and i hate to I'm, I'm, is like when i listen i love like getting around military guys that are from different branches
3: yeah. oh and yeah. hearing
0: all of the different like like shit talking yeah like i love that like uh my favorite my favorite one is one of my friends from the Air Force would always, you know, he'd always tell the Marine guy, he'd be like, "Simplify,"
1: <laughs> and then
0: the guy from the uh, the guy from the Marines would say, "Oh, hey, cool, the Air Force, he's all saving the world between the hours of nine a.m. and three p.m. <laughs> every day," and I would just like, "That's some shit right there," and he go, "He goes, isn't that what you guys did in the Chair Force?" And I'd be like, "Oh man." So funny about the Air Force, right? Yeah. So when we were out, well, uh,
3: so I got sent to a country called Djibouti in Africa yeah I
0: love and that. so we were at
3: an air we in an airfield and um it was funny just the like discrepancies between the branches so the air force all the air force personnel that were there with us they got an extra fuck they got an extra it depending on like their pay grade and shit but like the lower enlisted like us they got an extra like 300 bucks a month to be there oh. because oh. the because the living conditions weren't up to the air oh, force standards yeah but they were just perfect for the army <laughs>
2: Oh, my gosh. So, what's even funnier to me about that stuff, my grandpa, who's 93 years old, Mm -hmm. uh, he was in the Army, lifetime Army person, and I never see him talk shit. He's, like, the sweetest person, but when young... Air Force guys start telling him how hard they had it. Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. He's like, I was in Korea.
3: That motherfucker yeah. had sea rations, son.
2: Yeah. yeah. He got stuck in a foxhole, got blown up. Jeez. They gave him two days off. And sent him back. Oh yeah, my dad and, was a,
0: my dad was a marine in Vietnam. So yeah, same. oh god, yeah. And
2: it's so funny because my grandpa is like the sweetest human being. But I recently found out he was like a drill instructor in the army back in the day. Nice, wow. I'm like, what the fuck? And then I heard him talking shit to like a young yeah. air force dude, and I was like, oh my god, it, you're it's are like almost a like, different person. That's
0: how my dad would be. Like it was almost like um they were like. They were in their little happy like if he mm. saw another marine. Oh yeah, like it was like it was like hey the devil or some you know he'd always say something to him, and he'd be like who and he'd like he'd you know do a little grunt at him and all that and then you know but so <laughs> you came back yeah so what made you decide to do podcasting?
3: yeah so maybe like a year year and a half or so before because we deployed in November of twenty nineteen. But a year and a half or so before I... Because I had known about podcasting, right? Sure. I, I, I heard about it. I knew what it was, obviously, like... And it's funny. I mainly knew, like, Rogan, right? I knew him yeah. off, like, Fear Factor and shit. Right. And so... And, like, some of his stand-up. But, like, a year and a half or so before I deployed, I, I really got into, like, listening to podcasts and stuff like that. And then um, when I... And then so, like, when you're out there, like, or when we were out there, we were, like, listening to a ton of podcasts when we were on shifts and whatever. But anyway, so I came back July of 2020... And I was working at a carpeting company in the warehouse. And at the end of the day, the last like 30, 45 minutes was like cleaning up the warehouse pretty much. So I'd throw an AirPod in, listen to, listen to any podcast. But um, I was listening to a Rogan episode with uh, Post Malone. Oh, okay. And the first like 45 minutes to an hour was pretty interesting. But because like how Postman got started, what his upbringing yeah. was. Like super, super humble, nice guy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well-spoken, too. Uh, absolutely. Exceedingly well-spoken. But then, like, because they were having a couple of beers, they were on mushrooms. So, like, the last, like, right. three hours of the episode is them talking nonsense. And I was like, well, what, what do me and my friends do on a Friday night? We just <laughs> we just hang out. We'll have a couple of beers. We'll play video games, sure. But, like, mm-hmm. most of it just doesn't just talking shit and swap, like, swapping stories and just, you know, talking nonsense to each other. So I was like, what happens if you just put a fucking microphone into it? Like, right. that would be fun. Sure. And so I uh, I hit up my buddy Evan. I was like, yeah, hey, I have this idea for a podcast. And I had the name already picked out because obviously during the pandemic, a lot of uh, industry started spiking. And uh, OnlyFans is one of them, so I was like, what do we call it, Only King? That'd be funny, right? He's like, yeah, sure. it's fucking stupid enough to work, why not? And then, so a buddy of mine, I gotta give him credit every time I tell his story. Uh, my buddy Jay, we went to NIMI together, funny enough. Um, he, at the time, was living in L.A., um... And he's the guy that sits behind a computer for ten to twelve hours a day and makes all his money, right? right. A lot of coding, right. a lot of uh, like development and shit like that. Sure. Makes his own music, so he knew a lot about sound engineering. So I went and he knew a lot about graphic design. And I don't know shit about graphic design, so I went. I, went, I hit him up. And I was like, "Hey, man, this is the idea I have for a logo. You're my buddy, um, so I trust you to make it well. But I'm not. I'm not gonna like just ask you, because you're my friend, to do it for free. Like, I'll pay you like whatever your normal commission rate is. I'm gonna do it. Um, but this is the idea that I have. He's like, Yeah, sure. Let me get back to you." So like three days later, I'm
0: expecting to have like this is the logo. My, my buddy made my buddy made my logo. Exactly, right? Yeah. So you get it. And and, he, and and I made him give it to me for free.
3: <laughs> and like, he hits me up, he goes, you know, dude, we'll worry about money later. I'll just produce the podcast for you. I'll help you get it off the ground. Like well, I'll do all your logos, I'll do all that, I'll mix and master all your audio. But then if wow. you but if but then if I you, know, right? Yeah. But then he's like, But if you want to do video, like I'll show you what equipment you want to get, I'll show right. you all that. And then, to make a long story short, I had this is when the uh, stimulus checks were happening, so I used some of that money. Then I had some of my other friends um, that want to remain uh, want to remain nameless. Uh, they threw me some some coin to help get it started, and I got some equi- all of the equipment together. Mm-hmm. And then this was funny. <laughs> See that 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 is where you're so lucky. Oh, I am. Oh, yeah. uh, oh, I know. And Let me I, tell you how
0: lucky you, I'm. Just oh kidding. no, yeah, no. I,
3: I tell, I tell that just to say of how blessed I am. Like I, because I have just amazing people I, around I'm a, me. I'm old man podcaster. Yeah.
0: Back in my day, we had Radio Shack and yeah. we loved it.
3: And uh, that's a true and story. So like my my friends
4: were real we supportive fight people for freaking cords. <laughs> yeah, that's
3: my uh, cord. uh, my uh, my <laughs> chick my chick at the time was super supportive of it too because we were shooting out of out of out of my house and yeah and um. It was funny. I had these little shitty cameras, like these little... I had no idea how much or what good equipment was at the time. I had no no idea what all that... And what so, you do now. I, so, yeah. So I got like $25 cameras that were in these little white boxes that just said video camera <laughs> out of back of some Chinese warehouse, right? And I remember I had the video in the, and I knew nothing about files. I knew what file sizes should look like. These file sizes were small enough to get sent over Google Drive. Okay. Right. And so uh, my buddy in LA, he saw it. He's like, yeah, let's see what's going on. The, the camera footage was so fucking bad that he couldn't get it synced up with the audio. And so he hits me up like a weekly. He's like, hey, listen, man. And it was orange for some reason. And he was like, dude, this footage sucks. If you want cameras, here's what you should probably start right, with. Right, right. But we can work with the audio. So we're going to do it. So then we started doing that. And then I just, and my mindset was just like, okay, um, uh, I, I don't have whatever that muscle is in the brain to where you can just sit in front of a camera by yourself and speak. Mm-hmm. I don't have that. Same. And so
0: I'm in I, the same way. Yeah. Yeah,
3: So I was like, I know that I need to do guess, like right. guess specific. So I was like, okay, do I know? Okay. I know that I know 10 people, but do I know 10 people that would sit in front of a camera? And thank God I did. So I did the first 10 episodes called, called season one. It's like, okay, we're going to do, all right. First season stops Our move, We're going to take a couple months off, kind of recalibrate what's working, what's not. And then we're going to do season two, did that same rinse and repeat. And then just season three is never, never really stopped. Wow. Yeah.
0: I have see it's it's pretty crazy uh, I want to tease because we're like at the at the break point I want to tease this for the like the way we are because I want to talk more a little bit more into the podcasting thing because this has kind of been a big if that's cool that yeah, no, it's, it's wow. been a big podcasting weekend and I kind of want to get into some conversations because you've done it almost four years and those guys have done it for ten years and I've been doing it at seventeen and I want to talk because uh, uh, John Quayar said something to me on Friday that pushed that, pushed that like thing in my brain. I was like, aha, uh-huh. yeah, you're right. You're right on this. And I think that it's really worth like, you know, getting into, especially with people who, who do this. Cause like, I feel like as, as a, as a multi-year podcaster, veteran podcaster, um, talking oh, to gee. other, other people who are veteran podcasters, like, like, people misconceptions like ideas of like you know what what this is why why it is what we do you know all these things and john Quayer hit like that thing on my brain and i went yeah that's a good thing to talk about so i'd like to you know tease that and push that in the second hour um do you have anything to uh promote
2: i do okay i will be at uh turtle mountain on the turtle show on march 16th
0: whoa 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 it's called the turtle show
2: it is called the Turtle Show.
0: Okay, love it.
2: It's one of the best uh, comedy shows that I've ever performed at. Okay, um, All right. Because the food is amazing. Yeah, um, well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Eddie Stevens. It's good too.
3: for the food. <laughs>
2: no, the comedy is good too. <laughs> but if you've never been to Turtle Mountain, anyway, um, uh, the food is good. Yeah. And then on April twenty first, I will be at Juno with Royal Wood. Oh, nice. And, yeah, that's
3: all I got. Love that guy. Love that I love seeing that guy do (laughs) stand-up. Royal Woods the shit, dude. Uh,
0: Smiley guy, I think. (laughs) No, I do not. So, where can people find your show?
3: Yeah, so... um, Which I
0: hate that question.
3: No, the video version's on YouTube, Mm -hmm. um, and then the audio version. I just transferred everything over to uh, podcasting for Spotify podcasters or or whatever. So, right now, it's on... The audio version is on uh, Spotify, Amazon, and I think iHeartRadio. And oh, I'm okay. working on getting everything over to like Apple. And I think Google Podcast died. So,
0: yeah, I heard, I was yeah, hearing rumblings so of that. It. That's really dumb. And
3: then I'm working right now to figure out what Rumble looks like and, and Kick. So we're, we're working on that. But right now,
0: I haven't even looked at that. Two big platforms. It, are they big?
3: Yeah. So, Rumble, Rumble's, Rumble's the. Uh, they call it right wing, but I would say it's oh. it's more it's extremely moderate. Oh, this uh, is extre- like the YouTube yeah a competitor. And they, I and have they heard are, of that. Yeah. And they're exploding right now, really? like the last.
0: What is Kick? So Kick it,
3: it I've I've been on it a little bit, kind of just perusing, and it looks like it's the alternative to Twitch. Um, it's right. it's strictly live streaming, but mm-hmm. you can save like your videos and your clips like Twitch does. Yeah. But it looks like it's the alternative to Twitch because I have heard a lot of infighting about how much Twitch streamers are getting paid and how much blah, 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 We, and we tried of...
0: Twitch and didn't didn't do well. Yeah. It, so, so, but right now, if you want to find the video version of the <laughs> podcast now we're on Instagram,
3: it's on uh, YouTube. Audio's on Spotify. Mm-hmm. Um, just did an episode with Sarah Kennedy. She's the shit. Yeah. Um, oh, got yeah. an episode dropping tomorrow with one of my buddies Jake. We're doing a live stream. Should be doing a live stream on Wednesday night with Robert Gibson and Six with the BS mm-hmm. show. I'm very much looking forward to that I love those guys. Yeah. Love those. Buck's been a really big... Like, I'm very thankful to call him my friend, um, yeah. but he's been a big mentor to me in both podcasting and comedy. Okay. I, yeah, that guy's
0: awesome. Uh, the 24th, I will be in Clovis for Duke City Championship Wrestling.
4: Fuck yeah. Do you need me down there for that?
0: You can go with me if you want. Do you want to go? I can get the day off. Okay. I'm I'm just going up that day and staying that night and then coming back the next day. I'll put it in my calendar. Okay. Uh Smiley and I will be in Clovis for Duke <laughs> City Championship Wrestling. And then the 29th I'll be back here at the LRA Ray for Duke City Championship Wrestling and I am judging um the oh god what do they call Monsoon Music uh writer showcase. Oh man, when what? is that? For one of their nights. Yeah. You know, I oh. think it's uh, March 9th, I think.
2: That sounds right. I yeah. saw the message.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I know. Um, I, I messaged her on mine. I was like, hey, this isn't... Uh, that's not a personal...
2: Oh, also yeah. next week we have Colton Huerta. I said that, so... On here? Yes. Oh, okay. Week, the 25th? Okay. Sure. Uh, he's the owner of Boss Fight. That's Group. right.
0: Yeah, yeah. I just didn't recognize the name. I was like...
2: Yeah. Um, and uh, that's going to be awesome. Yeah.
0: And then... Uh, we have split off the Instagram from mine, so there is a Tendrake Minimum Podcast Instagram now that is separate from mine. Uh, if you message that, it's going to be me and Holly, and uh, at some day um, Smiley if he ever makes an Instagram. So Dang.
1: if you want to message me personally,
0: you can message mine. But eh. I'm getting my headshots yeah. next week, and then I can move on. The that. cool thing about Instagram, it doesn't have to be a headshot. It could just be pictures of whatever. It's crazy. <laughs> fucking weird so i Social haven't media hired came you.
3: out recently and yeah. you i have not use.
0: hired anyone for that yet okay <laughs> see yeah, it's a fucking weird guy <laughs> uh we're gonna take a break we'll be back uh with uh, noah vargas from the only kings podcast uh and with that we, we are, are 10, ten drink, drink minimum. minimum oh man we're back for the billy slash wavy hour shout out to billy belma shout out to uh Bill. That's uh the theme song to ten, that's you know the Tinder minimum song. I always love hearing it. Well, you didn't show up to their album release Friday.
4: <laughs> I had to work.
0: They just did a show at
3: Launchpad with red lights, right?
0: Right, Friday. That was the album release for uh, Youngsville. I was there. I was there. And uh, did you get me a CD? A CD. <laughs> I, okay you just you just you just hold on you just you you did you just got a jab at me don't you
3: Like a,
0: they, you sound like an english royal huh a cd
3: yeah, for a the s- peasants
0: so no 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 so um carlos comes over during the show <laughs> or during like like i think i think it was like uh dimer played and uh shout out good guy i had him on the podcast too i have a story from that night about him as well so um i have all all these st- i go oh, out one tough. night and i'll have like 20 stories so i go i'm sitting at the table i'm sitting at the last booth in launch pad which now people proclaim is where i sit and i'm like okay that i just want to sit close to me here's the story yeah i'm turned 50 years old next year i literally will be 50 years old next year weird whatever,
3: whatever lotion you're using dude
0: yeah Send right. me a fucking link. Right. Oh my God. So, question. Uh, so here's here's the deal. I, I go out a couple of times a week to see bands. Yeah. If there's four bands, I'm not going to stand the entire time. I'm. I. It. 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 It's tiring.
2: Because you're old. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Correct. <laughs> so I sit in that last booth and I listen to the bands. Right. I'm. Dude. I'm not. That, I'm, it's funny, but it's true. It, it is what it is. But you know? you're not you're not on the mezzanine. Yet, no, I'm so. not, dude. I will never be on the mezzanine <laughs> at Launchpad. I will never go up there. So, um, unless I unless I have friends that are like, Ugh. I mean,
2: I'm not gonna lie. So I'm a mom, and I get tired because my children just drain the life from me. And I contemplated being on the mezzanine one time.
0: See now you're old.
2: I'm old. See now I'm, you're old. I'm not ashamed.
0: But like so, Carlos comes over and he goes, he goes, you like sitting during the shows, do not you?
2: <laughs> <laughs> and I go, and so then
0: I was like, well now I'm offended. Is it not? Let me have one of those ones up top.
1: No, no I'm offended. No, no,
0: smiley, smiley, <laughs> this, hey, this. You, hey, you uh, you like. Uh, that's fine. You like re- you like regressing, right? During social activities, right? So then he goes. He goes during the show. Can you can you man the the merch booth? And I go, and I go. I I, I guess I can because you know
2: you're like I like sitting. I didn't say I wanted to work for free.
0: Yeah, I didn't say I wanted to fucking shill your your fucking merchandise. So I'm like, okay, I will. So not only here's what you guys miss. So, during the during the the, the um, show, not only did you miss me sitting there selling the merchandise. Did you do a good job? Of course I did. You sold the shit out of that? Of course I did. I'm Jewish. Nice. It's fine. So, um, not only did I sell the merchandise, I had to cut and give out cake. <laughs> what? They had a cake because it was their album release. Because oh. apparently that's a thing now. So I, And then every single time people walk up and be like, is the cake free? I'm like, <laughs> of course the cake is free. Take the cake, motherfucker. They, we don't want get- to take the cake home. I'm not
3: getting paid for it, so yes, it is free.
0: Now. <laughs> and but, you still didn't get me a CD. <sighs> son of a bitch. So, then, <laughs> so two stories about the lead. What's the lead singer from Dimer's name?
3: Uh, John? No, it's not Josh. It's um. Why Am I Spacing? I don't know. Holy dick anyway i want to say it's jo- i'm sorry bro if you're listening
0: it's cool we have noah vargas from the only, only king's podcast for this though no? forgetting so i can't think of his head. name anyway he wears white glasses yeah why well, wear white glasses. so he always makes a big thing about when we see each other that he's like oh shit sorry i wore th- sorry i wore these and he like takes them off and he acts like he's putting them away and it's our little joke it's kind of a funny thing and and it's silly so amanda and i from the red light cameras uh they said johnny
3: Johnny, there we go.
0: Yeah. So Amanda and I from the Red Light cameras are sitting over there like they just got done and she comes over and we're having a moment. And there's this dude who's probably in his late thirties, early forties, at the launch pad by himself, right?
2: Oh.
0: And uh he's... Did you
2: make friends with him?
0: <sighs> so he so of course he's looking around and he sees me. <laughs> And he goes, oh, that guy's old too.
1: <laughs>
0: and this happens. And they all of a sudden come over and they think like, immediately I'm going to be like, hey, are you already there? And we're going to wear our new balances and we're going to walk around. And, <laughs> and uh, so uh, Amanda and I are like talking and he comes up and he interrupts us talking. And and, he, and, he, and I can't even remember what he said, but he interrupts us. And it's whatever, it's fine. And uh, once he walks away, we're, we're kind of like, okay, uh, you yeah. know. In, and I and I knew what was happening. So anyway, I'm sitting at the merch table, and the dude's standing over by the ATM slash Galaga machine by himself. <laughs> and he comes up, and and the Dimer is next to me. They're you know selling shirts and whatever not. And uh, Johnny is sitting there, and uh, the guy in the the Canadian tuxedo comes over, and he goes, "Hey, yeah, uh, not the guy next to you, but the guy next to him is stealing your look." <laughs> Oh, <laughs> and I go. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I'm fired. aware. And, and then he goes. Just so you know, you wear it much better.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and that's your new best friend.
0: Yeah. Now uh, the guy in the Canadian tuxedo. That we now go to bingo on Tuesdays. Yeah. yeah we're <laughs> uh, we're gonna we're gonna drive around on our Corvettes and uh, wear our New Balances.
2: Speaking of feeling old, we'll, we'll, let me oh, tell you, let
0: me tell you the other Dimer story.
2: Oh God, there's more than one. And
0: this ha- no this yeah. And this has to do with what this motherfucker just said to me. Oh no. So then Johnny comes over, Johnny, who's like 22, yeah. maybe. <laughs> and he goes, let me get one of those CDs for Youngsville. And I was like, you don't want one of the vinyl? And he goes, no, CDs are the media that I'm collecting right now. Oh, geez. And I was like, hey, this is the media that you're collecting right now.
2: It's this vintage. thing
0: that was like, to me... I would save up money to go fucking buy at the fucking Hastings. Mm-hmm. This is the media that you're collecting right. Oh
2: now. yeah. Um my daughter who is yeah. 7 mm-hmm. has decided that CDs yeah. are just so old. Oh. And then so I showed her cassette tapes which oh. she didn't believe existed by right.
4: the way. That's hilarious.
2: And uh the, the other the day the cassette tape. Yeah. The other day, she was like, Could I start? You know how, like, you and dad like vinyl? Could I start collecting CDs? And I said, No.
4: You got
0: to steal them from the store
4: like we did. (laughs) (laughs) You're supposed to burn them.
2: There uh, we
4: go. Well, I
2: tried to explain it. Try explaining that to a seven year old who just thinks it's the worst thing ever that I didn't have the internet when I was her age. Right, right. She's like, Well, how did you do anything?
4: We burned it. So we burned it. At work. We
2: stole it. <laughs>
4: yeah, we stole it. <laughs> at work. Yeah. What you did is you did a thing called
0: LimeWire, kiddo.
2: Yeah. And like, hey, <laughs> it may or
0: may not give your computer
2: aids. It was right, called but... It
0: was called iMesh.
2: <laughs> we liked it. <laughs> we loved it.
0: So I, the other day at work. This I grew did, up with Napster. Oh, gosh. So the other day at work, this came up where yeah. like um, a situation happened, and they're like, we need this software put on this thing that's not connected to a network. And then whatever media you use, you have to destroy it. And I was like, I have to burn a CD. And I was like, <laughs> fuck. So I had to Google it.
1: <laughs> yeah, because I couldn't
0: remember. I was like, because okay. And someone's like, you don't remember how to burn a CD? And I was like, okay. Well, back in the day, we had like Roxio. We had all. The- yeah. Well, they don't have that anymore. It's not a thing anymore. Yeah. And especially where I work, we don't have it. So I, I, think, I just I think you just people to do it off of like Windows Media Player, like just burn this. Right. So that's that's what I'm I'm like uh what what does windows 11 use to burn a cd <laughs> so oh, i had like, to google it and i felt like the dumbest motherfucker i was uh, like i'm an it professional <laughs> and i have to look up how to burn a fucking cd uh,
2: my daughter informed me that we were obviously dumb oh because we didn't have google she mm-hmm. was like how did you Learn things. Oh. I'm like, the, it's Dictionary. called books.
0: It's called encyclopedias that they came up and sold oh, us
2: at okay, the front so door.
3: There, so there is a really great. I'd never been before, but I went yeah. yesterday. Uh, there is a really good like local bookstore off of like fucking sixth, seventh, something
0: like that. That yeah. place is amazing.
3: Um, we're literally just like head to toe books. Oh well, like, really? You and can't so,
4: walk in there
0: without. Also, also yeah. great name for a bookstore: head to toe books. Yeah, really? Coin that shit. Feel yeah. free to take it. Everyone's open a bookstore
3: but anyway. So you walk in and I'm, I'm looking, we looking <laughs> around and. Uh, there was like, yeah, just, just like you just said, like back in the day, you went mm-hmm. to encyclopedias. Like I saw my first right. full encyclopedia set in probably ten years oh, in yeah. that place, and then I got uh, got an old edition of uh, John Steinbeck's King Arthur, oh, and then nice. they had like, and they had like a first edition of uh, like the old Tarzan novellas. Oh yeah, so I got one of those, and yeah,
2: cool little place, man. It's a
0: really good book
3: show.
2: Cool. I cool. need to go there. I
0: remember Ooh. in Carta,
2: in, yeah, in Carta was I, huge. I remember
0: that some people came to our door. And sold my parents a set of encyclopedias, and you know, and that, that was a the thing—they were encyclopedias. And I remember we got those things, and at first I was like books, and then <laughs> and then and then I I looked through those yeah. motherfuckers all the time. Yeah,
2: they were cool. Yeah,
0: you know, this was uh, pre-internet.
2: True story: my dad's bio dad uh, was an encyclopedia traveling salesman, hmm. and that's why we don't know him.
0: Ah. <laughs> He never he came had, home. He had
2: three families.
0: Did he really? Oh
2: yeah, we found that okay. through 23 of me.
0: Have you uh, how, Yeah. Have you guys watched um the Godzilla TV show?
3: Yeah. Monarch. Monarch. I've not, but I've heard it's good.
0: It's, oh, it's so fan, good. It's, it's fantastic. I it's good. So I was never into Godzilla and it got me into it. So now I've seen all the movies now and all that shit. Anyway, one of the characters has a family in in San Francisco yeah. and then one and it's like and to me I'm just like that is so exhausting. <laughs> How would you, like, first of all, like,
2: <laughs> what? That's what my husband said, too. He was like, good Lord. He's like, I'm tired just with you three. I can't yeah. imagine. Yeah, no.
4: But if you're, uh, you know, going willy-nilly around the country and selling
2: Encyclopedias. Books. Right. <laughs> it's, it's
4: one
3: thing to have a black book, but it's another thing to actually have, like, roots you know, and You know
0: what's way cheaper you know. is motels. <laughs>
1: i
2: have
0: a house over here and a house over here
2: well i don't know this was you know my my grandpa not i don't call him my grandfather but uh, my dad's sperm donor this was back in the <laughs> 60s so he could probably afford to have seven i mean wow. i don't know how many encyclopedias he so i mean he must have been good
0: dude that that's some shit right there here's how you know <laughs> The economy That's was so really, much yeah. better back in those days. You could have two families.
2: <laughs> now you can barely have one. four families. And
0: they both lived in homes. You imagine
4: that? Some dude's like, I wish I had two families. Wait, did you three. say <laughs> four?
2: Four families. Jesus, yeah. fuck. So this
4: dude had- He must have been the best book salesman <laughs> ever. <laughs> ever. Potentially, well, but the he had thing- four homes.
2: But the thing was mm-hmm. that he had told my Nana, rest in peace, that he didn't want kids so my nana was his, like, hot wife.
0: <laughs> I've hit the budget. She goes, what do you mean you don't, you don't want any more kids? He goes, oh, no, 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 no kids. Sorry. <laughs> I don't want kids. I, s- I said that wrong.
2: And uh, so, so then she uh, became pregnant with my father and uh-huh. was like, okay, bye. Um, and we were like, what a weird, like, you're just like, I don't want kids. No discussion. Well, he didn't give a fuck because he had three other kids. He already women. has
0: kids. Damn. <laughs> Yeah, but like I said, he's like, I don't want any more kids anymore.
2: No, no, I meant no kids, <laughs> no, no kids. kids. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what a thing to find out on Twenty Three and Me,
3: right? Did it? You know well, how recent? Wild. How recent was this Twenty Three and Me find?
2: Um, like a few years ago, and Damn. and Damn. he was already dead. Fuck. But my dad said that even if he had been alive, he. He wouldn't have wanted to meet well, him because no. my grandfather, the one I talk about lovingly, the '93—that's uh-huh. his stepdad, yeah—who like stepped up, stepped in, fixed my dad's shit, you know. Wow. Yeah.
0: Well, and it's crazy too because like 23, and me, like, not even the person that caught that did the crime, but there's these things where, like, <laughs> Brody, there's things where, like, uh, like a family member yeah. goes and does it.
2: That's how they caught the Golden State Killer. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And they're like. Wait a minute! This DNA is really like, close give, to the. Give me, like, give me the backstory on that. What happened? So, so uh, the Golden State Killer, they had they had DNA, and they were like, it was not on file. And
2: like, so they they have started running twenty three and me. Sorry, I'm like huge into serial. No, you oh, know no, she no, knows no, about more heard. about no, it. Oh, let me um, So yeah. So the Golden State Killer crimes, they had DNA, mm-hmm. and he was a cop at the time.
1: Mm.
2: So technology, they did They couldn't collect DNA at the time, right. but they had kept it. Right, like the evidence. So they started going back and testing the DNA from like cold cases, putting it up against like the DNA they had on file. And then and, twenty three, and one and me, of his
0: relatives went and did twenty three and yep.
2: me. So they, the the Los Angeles Police Department, I believe, is what it is. They started running their database against twenty three and me, and they found some DNA that was close. Yeah, and that's how they caught him.
0: Yep. And it's it's happened more than it's
2: just that. It's yeah. happening a lot. And
4: it's like it's like. But Do you Golden have a family a member? Yeah. That might be sketchy because uh. <laughs> we think he might be. Whoops.
2: Yeah. That's it's,
4: crazy, it's nuts. right? Because like because like a lot of people are doing twenty
0: three and me because they want because they don't know like a lot of people like who are adopted mm-hmm. don't know like what their family has like like if they have uh, um cancer in their family yeah. or uh
2: diabetes like it, it tests so or
4: schizophrenia we
2: did it because i had ovarian cancer uh three times and nobody else in my family had so we were like where's this coming from um and my doctor suggested that we do 23 me. so my dad was like heck yeah for christmas that's what we'll do we'll all do 23 me." and i learned that i'm super white and also <laughs> yeah that um you just learned that no. yeah <laughs> well but it was like really confirmed it's like hey, mir- irish
3: mirrors shatter real easy
2: <laughs> it's like irish and spanish and oh, that's wow. it um but then uh yeah so like it actually helped me it helped my doctors because we found out that i don't actually carry the oh, okay the genetic markers for cancer <clears throat> it was probably from baby powder Wait, um, whoa, okay,
3: whoa whoa what for baby yeah.
2: powder oh yeah there's a huge clash cool. oh yeah there's
0: a bunch of that shit. Yeah.
2: um and so there's
0: class action lawsuits yeah. for fucking everything there oh. is. as there should be but you know yeah holy
2: um, shit! but so let's say that you are doing 23andMe for like the same kind of purpose and then you find out that your grandpa was a serial killer that's fucking nuts
0: no shit right
2: because like there's... i was mind blown by what we I, found I, out but as far as we know nobody nobody's a serial maybe
0: someone killer. watching on us I saw something where somebody found out mm. their relative was, like, a serial killer or or something like that. It was, yeah. like, some sort of, like, famous criminal or whatever. And they they did a documentary of, like, they're, like, the person I know.
2: Yes. And, and I what, watched it. What it is was that? Like, it was
0: it you? Okay. Yeah.
2: And uh, there's a new documentary out now. Can you
0: imagine finding like your dad's a fucking murderer? Um,
2: like, oh, I would yes. be, I mean,
0: I be I wouldn't be that
2: surprised if my
3: right. dad was a serial killer, but you know, like, fuck,
2: that. I insane. would personally be excited because I spend <laughs> an <laughs> <laughs> and I have a normal amount. I mean, not if my dad. You no, know, because
3: you get to race but, to Netflix now. like, hey, yeah. bitches, I got your next documentary right here. Right.
2: No, I, I love true crime and stuff like that. I just watched a documentary yesterday. It's like a series on HBO where this lady thought that her step grandpa was a serial killer she did like all the investigation and uh-huh. she like went and did the dna and it turned out that he he wasn't that serial killer but we're pretty sure he was oh gee you sometime. imagine thinking he
0: was like a certain one and then you find out he's a different one like holy shit i yeah. didn't know he i thought he was the baby murderer i didn't know yeah. he was the fucking teenager they, murderer they
2: thought he was the hitchhike murderer right the san francisco yeah. hitchhike murderer
0: yeah
2: um and she was like and then there was a hot minute during that series where you think he's the the fucking Zodiac killer oh, and I dude. got really excited.
0: I really got into it. Like I don't get into true crime. <laughs> yeah. But I sure shit got into like they did a show on uh History Channel
4: that was uh called Catching the Zodiac Killer. Oh wait, hold on. You don't still... get into true crime. No. <laughs> not as dude, I'm not like everyone else. Okay, not as much as ever. You No. <laughs> but they, they they did this show. The
2: Zodiac though. They only did not... one
4: season.
0: And it was they, they brought in two guys who were former uh, one was FBI mm. uh, investigator, one dude was a homicide detective for like thirty years, and then they had five people who were, and uh, they created an AI, mm. so that they fed all of the the ciphers into it, mm-hmm. and they cracked half of one of them, yeah, and and they found that he they they, never, they didn't figure out who he was. They narrowed it down and then they figured out that he actually had murdered people in Utah as yeah. well as California. Yeah. And it was crazy. I was if like If
2: we could just crack that last cipher, we would know who he is yep. because he literally says oh, that his name and, is in
3: it. So. so it's not Ted Cruz.
0: No. No. Oh. And they figured out <laughs> and they figured out that uh, the Zodiac little crosshairs thing is uh, was a classified government mm-hmm. code.
3: I mean, I'll be honest. Like I know you had a you had a podcasting topic, so I do want to get to oh, that. I, like
0: we'll get to that, but yeah. yeah
3: but quite frankly, I mean. My brain categorizes the Zodiac killer in the same category as like Ted Kaczynski, yeah, sure, or like Marilyn, uh, um, Charles Manson. Was like mm. there is so much government involvement behind mm. what made that person the evil. Weather sure, day. oh yeah, yeah. It wouldn't surprise me if it turned out that the Zodiac killer was one of those. because people what people yeah. don't really know about is like like MK Ultra, right? Yeah, all the fucking LSD experiments that went through Harvard and went went through the CIA. Oh, yeah. in general. have you watched Wormwood? uh no i've not
2: so there's a documentary about a guy who uh was put through an lsd well it's actually his son who's doing the documentary um but his dad was put in like a government lsd uh experiment and that opened my mind to like yeah. our government is kind of scary. Oh, they're all fucked. Well, cuz oh, yeah.
3: it wouldn't surprise me if that's the backstory to if we ever do find out who Zediac was. So then you've have you heard of Midnight Climax? Operation Midnight Climax? No. <laughs> so basically what that was, it was a branch off of MK Ultra and basically what they did is I want to say in LA and then in Vegas as well. What they did is they got a lot of their um like covert agents or whatever to be prostitutes and then they actually and then they also approach like legitimate like just working prostitutes and like hey you're working for us now and what they would do is they would set up rooms and motels that had uh one-way mirrors and shit like that wow and what they would do is they would sit behind they would watch the prostitute bring the john in and then the prostitute would dose them with lsd jesus and then um the govern the CIA agents would watch what would happen to the Johns while they were on LSD.
0: Holy shit. Yeah,
3: they was- did oh, a yeah. lot of stuff oh, with oh, like yeah, LSD. It's fucked, dude.
2: Oh yeah. It's oh, not- I
0: know. And then and then gets no, illegal. Like the, old, the opening, are, the opening scene of uh pineapple. Express, I was gonna
3: say just right, not, uh, like that's yeah. real. Like that shit is one hundred and it's, it's, it's a dramatized. I feel I feel like comedy. I feel like
0: butter on top of some some pancakes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 Like that shit is one hundred percent real <laughs> and it's <laughs> documented. <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah.
4: Yeah. yeah, that what whole a, part. What a mean thing to do. Illegal. Uh, what a mean thing to do. No. Fluffy is so fun. Why would you just <laughs> just like throw it at someone randomly? All right thrust upon them yeah what are you supposed to do in that situation (laughs) yeah have fun obviously but oh there's yeah
2: well i mean i feel like if you don't know you're on lsd it's not fun it's never i feel like that (laughs) was terrifying
3: could i get a another one i'm sorry oh yeah yeah
4: don't don't get up that's why she's like freaking out i have i i have a friend that regularly doses me uh, (laughs) without my knowledge
3: (laughs) i have given them I, i have given them carte blanche over all of my drinks, so I intentionally leave them well, uncapped around one this. One time,
2: Smiley did. He came. Do you remember that time Smiley showed up to the show and he had done LSD off of the floor of a yeah. public place?
4: Yeah,
2: he just found LSD. <laughs> and that did was it? an accident. How is that an accident? You pick something up off of a public. Put, anything, put it in your mouth. Anything, anything
4: off your mouth. Okay. Well, the way. You can just get it from a con. It is like an actual contact hat. Mm -hmm. I see.
2: Oh, I thought you put it in your Uh, mouth.
4: Why would I take... Okay, that's a bad uh, question. Uh, No, uh, why would I take something off the ground and put it in my mouth? Of course, I do it all the time. Because
2: it's fun. Um, (laughs) Yes, we never know.
4: But, yeah, no, I was cleaning the bar and I was Uh, all... This weird piece of paper is like floated up after I'd flooded the entire bar and it it stuck to my hand and I was like... Oh, I know what this is. Uh, oh shit. Uh, that shit was transdermal, huh? <laughs> oh yeah, oh dude. yeah. I was like, yeah. and then I was tripping for like the entire like next day. I was like, Oh,
2: oh we know you I came on the bad. show.
4: We know, yeah. I've seen yeah. <laughs> it turned to jelly, and I was like, uh oh. <laughs> All
0: right. So uh so after so Friday night I went to the you know dry heat comedy and I, I saw John Quayar and Alan. Do uh, uh, Potential Problems, their 10-year anniversary. Now, I will say this. It was quite fun being on the other side of watching people stress out to set up a show.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: I've
0: done a lot, of Smiley, especially me and Smiley.
2: Mm.
0: Uh, Holly Ann's done quite a bit of life. Yeah. So was. Uh, I don't think she saw...
2: Pre-COVID. Like, you- I did see your stress...
0: Yeah, so setting up those live shows is really, really tough. It is, and watching Alan, like I swear to God, I got there. I so I, I one of their things said seven o'clock, so I got there at fucking four six fifty because yeah. I thought it started at seven, and they were like deep in the middle of setting up this uh, show. Yeah, and just watching them, I was like.
2: Ah. Man. Until we got our setup that we have now, we used to turn into a stress ball.
0: Oh, I was a stress ball. I yeah. hated it.
2: It was, it, we
0: would uh, not talk to him. Yeah, I, and then people <laughs> would come up to me before the show to, like, talk to me, and I'd be like, hey, I'm going to have to ask you to walk away yeah. and let me do this and not talk to me. Well, it, yeah. uh, aside uh, from
3: the fact it can get tedious, but yeah, that shit can get stressful as fuck. It, like.
0: it, well, it would always be like, because you, well, you're out in, like, a venue, and you're dealing with all of the variables that the venue has what are you doing? And uh, I have to hold the dog so she doesn't bark. And she's like (laughs) vibrating. Uh, So you have to deal with all the variables of the venue. And a lot of times it's like the PA. It's the PA has a hum in it, which, which doesn't matter when there's music. But it matters when you're trying to record audio. You don't want to fucking talk and it's all... In the background, you know what I mean. Yeah, and so, watching real. those poor guys deal with that, I was like, "Oh God, I feel their pain so much in my heart right now." And uh, John goes, "Thank you for coming out." He goes, "Really appreciate it." He goes, "You're you you guys are one of the big podcasts we respect in town." And I was like, "Oh, thank you." And he goes, "He goes, you get it." He's like, "Uh," and I was like, "Hey, ten years is a is a milestone." And he goes, "Yeah." He goes, "You know, the thing you learn in ten years is that uh, you do this because." you love to do it Mm -hmm. and 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 i said and then i said and you have to do it so i mean you've been doing it almost four years Mm -hmm. so i mean i feel like the big myth of podcasting is uh number one it's easy (laughs) number two it's a good way to make money (laughs)
1: Uh,
4: number three it's like it's just something you, you could just do on the side My Uber driver asked me that. Like, How much do you make from that? I'm like, that's...
2: (laughs) Negative uh, (laughs) $100,000.
0: And so what makes me think about, what made me think about what John said, because 10 years is a long time. 17 years is a long time. Four years is a long time. Well, thank you. I've seen hundreds of local podcasts start, and I'll see them, and I'll go, Okay. And then six months later, I'll see like that person post something and I'll be like, oh, they had a podcast. Let me go see. Last time they posted, yeah. like three months after they started or six months of it. And it's like, there's like, to me, like someone said, there's a hundred episode limit. And I think that's bullshit. There's a six month, there's like a six month threshold. If you can make it past the, the six month, I'm not saying you're going to make it. I'm just saying you could. I feel like that first six months is the hardest. And you said something in the first hour. You're like, we did that first season. Then we looked at it, looked what worked, retooled it. So when people ask me for advice, and they don't take this advice very well, I tell people, I, I'm like, record, and you tell me if this is shitty advice. I'm like, you know, buy whatever equipment you're going to buy, your fucking blue snowball or your or sure SM7B or whatever record four episodes don't put them out listen to the four listen to the first one and listen to the fourth one and i say see see how much better you got and then decide how you're going to put them out and people don't like that
3: <laughs> i wouldn't say it's shitty advice i would i would just say that so i let me think um, what I like about about that advice is you're offering both ends of the spectrum equipment-wise yeah. Yeah. when it comes to price points. Sure. Right? So, yeah. like, you look at your, like, the Yeti, mm-hmm. uh, which are good mics. Like, yep. they're they're just, they're pretty good mics, for, especially, mm-hmm. like, for the price. They're pretty good. I mean, you're, you're ranging anywhere between, like, yeah. now, granted, I saw a few of those at Best Buy, like, in October of sure. last year, and they were, like, 50 bucks. Now they're 70 Oh, yeah. So, you know, like. They know what they're doing. Yeah, price point. Plan- they're, they're, all, they're, all, they're all, we know what but, we got. Yeah, but mm-hmm. you're going to spend under $100 for a mic which sure. is which is good. Um, a mic that will do well. That will do well. Exactly. Um so I like that point of it. Yeah. Um, and then I like that I, what I also enjoy about that plan is that you're you're you are strongly encouraging this person to record right yeah. that has to happen yep. at some point yep. um mm-hmm. what i would say to that though is you're not allowing enough time to mm-hmm. find a groove you don't find a groove in four episodes no i don't think no okay. granted and well, also what well is, but, what's what's the time as in, as, exactly so you
4: are not time spirit you're also like, are you doing are you doing an episode every week right are you exactly doing an episode right. every month
3: how, how often are you recording how what?
0: long are the episodes right so maybe that um but I think the, Well, I don't want to, I don't want, I'm not going to say record 10 before you put it out. Right. No, I'm, I would say, and maybe, maybe it's just cause of how my brain works. Sure. Whatever
3: you record, as long, like, again, because my, my threshold for, for what I, it was in the beginning, what I was putting out was so like low, mm-hmm. you know, as long as you're not saying any like extremely heinous shit, no, put it out. And just see if there's a response to it. And the reason I say that is because one of my highest... Well, they're going to do that anyway. Yeah, well, well, one of my (laughs) highest viewed episodes... Well, I'm saying I say that just because you shouldn't... Like record something and then maybe record four things, decide you hate all of it and get rid of it. For instance, I didn't start listening to my own podcast until like two years into it. Oh, right. It takes a while. So I fucking hate the way I sound. Yeah, absolutely. I, I hate do. the sound of my own voice. But now, and now especially recently that I've started doing stand-up, I've forced myself to become more comfortable with the sound of my voice. So I can look at my footage and be like, okay, this is like, again, not to completely derail, this, but one of my goals for stand-up this year is to get a tight five minutes so that i now have an opening set no matter I, I where think i think that's a relatively right. smart goal so yeah. i did a show a couple weeks ago where i did seven minutes and like i would say 70 75 percent of it was rock solid so now right. i get to look now i have to look at that footage right i get to look at that footage i have to have comfortability with my own voice and mm-hmm. then edit tweak whatever so the way that i'm applying that to this conversation is people in the beginning and people generally speaking are not comfortable with the sound of their own voice. Right. So, I would say Oh, you, I mean,
4: you, you can change that.
3: Oh, yeah, you can change that, but in the beginning you're not that. you're typically not that comfortable with it. So, don't get into the habit of like cause I could see this happening where it's like you record something and then you
0: don't like it so you delete it and you. No, 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 just put the bit Well, out. and I'm and I'm not wanting to delete it. Let me yeah. let me let me explain. Yeah. So, when you do a podcast, like the first time you do it, the fir- so the one thing that uh, can I have another one? Uh, I, I'll, either one, whatever you find. So, um, the thing I hate that people tell me, and, and I don't know if they do this to you, people will say, You should put me on your show, my friend said I'm Funny. And I and I and I'm always like, <sighs> Like, and I go, Okay, okay, hmm. And the thing is, is like, people. When they when they want to start a podcast, and I don't know how I say this without sound like a shithead. They don't understand that there that there's skill in this, and there is. And the skill is, first of all, not not talking when other people are talking, not stepping all over each other. Right. And you know what I'm talking about. I know you do, because like when you, I know you've listened to shows and you're like, shit, that my, that joke got just fucking lost. Yeah. <laughs> Because someone started laughing or someone started talking, and it sucks. That's Mark Norman on every Protect Our Parks
3: episode from Rogan. Right. Every time he has like five jokes that just fly under the radar because mm-hmm. they're all just slammed out of their mind.
0: Right. Yeah. And and it, and it's tough. And it's <laughs> tough to do that. Um. And if you're if you have co-hosts that you're going to co-host with like on a normal basis, chemistry is a thing, and you you can have it right away, but you can develop it as well. And so I'm always like and the other thing too is is the little stupid things. Uh
4: uh well mm, it, it, there's a lot of all Mike those little skills all, involved. all
0: those little things you do that you don't realize you do. You know what I mean? You take it off of mic. No, cuz like you go you go to listen to yourself and you're like shit I say um a lot. Right. Shit, I say I I go eh... Ah. Well, and even,
3: I would say, just off the top of my head, the counter argument to that is, because you're right, there are a lot of mm ums, ahs, ohs, whatever, Mm -hmm. like, uh, these audibles that come out of your mouth that you don't mean to, and on the one hand, it's like, oh, that's fucking annoying, why can't this host get it together mentally, but then on the other hand, it's like, well, maybe, now you're acting, that's the beautiful part of podcast, one of the beautiful parts of watching a podcast, listening to a podcast. Is you are watching somebody think, and provided it's not scripted.
0: No, that's true. You're
3: watching them think in real time, right? Which is in which is so rare these days in regular life, right? Because people, you go throughout your day, you go to your job, you go to whatever. Right. Hey, how are you doing? Oh, I'm all right. How are you? Oh, I'm doing fine. Okay, have a good. It's a lot of you have these pre pre rehearsed responses to ninety percent of questions you'll face throughout your day i can talk
4: to a customer for 30 minutes straight and not know what i was saying
3: right there you go right right but then like for a podcast if you if someone gets asked a complete curveball question you're or the the guest or sorry the host gets their uh like their whether it's like their monologue they're going on, or like their theory or their ideas twisted on them. And they, and they you're watching somebody get
0: exposed to a new idea sure. in real time. So then well, that was like, Oh, it's cool. Well, I'm so not even I'm talking about that. that. Like or... I'm, I'm talking about all the things that you yeah. do or I do that we don't realize we did. Yeah. And it comes out when you re-listen to yourself and you're like, Holy shit. I say, I, I say, I'm um, a lot mm. or, you know, okay. the other thing too, is like, he's saying microphone technique, like the, like I could tell you have it. Because when she talks, you don't, you don't like, start talking and, like, do this over here. You know, you talk. And, like, people don't, like, there's no class to teach you that. You know what I mean?
4: Right. And well, so, yeah, it's just You watching. have the headphones for it. Yeah. Or, 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 or am I even being, like, can, yeah. is anything coming out of my mouth yeah. even being, like, can you hear it? That's, yeah. like, the basic first step. That's
0: the importance of headphones. But, like, when people ask me for, like, advice, I'm like, this is what I'm going to tell you. And then, like, the biggest thing I always tell them is, if your audio sucks... If it's awful, and I don't mean like it's you know, it's a little crappy. I mean if there's like if it's a if it if there is a crippling hum in it, don't put it out.
3: Yeah. No, that's fair. There is yes, I I, I do agree with that. If they, this
0: if, if that's the first episode someone hears, they're yeah, not gonna if, listen to another one.
3: If there if there is absolutely debilitating yeah um issues in your episode audio wise yeah. you should really consider well obviously troubleshooting to where yeah.
0: you can get rid of it or is it, it's not tough out? It, it, so okay yeah. it depends so i was on a podcast years ago with uh, my old co-host billy and it, we walk into this house and i mean they had fucking eight microphones and the mixer was in another room and they were all musicians and the, and when i went to listen to it one mic was so blown out and then and then everyone else was like low so you would literally have to adjust your volume up and uh, down as people talked,
4: and no one's going to do that. No one's going to do that for you. You'd have to have a, an entire si- sound yeah. guy just for. But oh, wait, that's what we did. But the thing that you <laughs> whippersnappers
0: are lucky to have <laughs> is all these uh, gadgets. No, the, the greatest thing for podcasting that ever happened was the shutdown. It's crazy. Like that's terrible to say, but it's like uh, all these companies were like, "Fuck, like we got to shift what we do." And uh, Zoom, you Thank own one, yeah. Zoom over here, who made recorders for musicians, was like, uh, we make stuff for podcasting now.
3: <laughs> oh, the P, the podcast or the P4 you podcast? have the P4.
0: There's, I have the P4 over here. Yeah. I have uh, this L8 right here. Oh, yeah. yeah. And like, you know you can scream in here and it'll still not blow out. You know what I mean? It's like crazy how that shit works. Even in post, it's so easy to turn channels down. Right. And like, you know, I'm not, I wasn't kidding about the Radio Shack thing. I remember whenever I first started doing this, like it was like, go buy your shit at Radio Shack. And, you know, and then like, I didn't even have a mixer. I had like a volume control. (laughs) Right. And then we had to figure out how to take that and put it into the computer. And I would have to listen to people's podcasts and hear what they would say, and then I would. There go, was like two at that point. Yeah, no, there was a lot, but I'd have to go buy the stuff after I heard hmm. them say it. I would look it up on Amazon. Yeah, I didn't know what an external microphone or external sound card was, <laughs> and um, I remember uh, ten drinks and only. Can- oh, cool! Sleepy.
3: Hey, Evan, that's my that's my buddy that I that I was telling about a little bit earlier.
0: Like, oh, hey, nice. Yeah, that's my homie. He's awesome. Nice. Love him very much. Hi, Evan. Uh, I don't know why I did the thumb yeah. I don't know why I did that. <laughs> I
3: love you, Evan. No. no, no,
0: so so this so StreamYard StreamYard has these like oh. it, they didn't even like send out a thing saying this. So they have all these things now. So like if you do this. It's, it's Instagram. A- yeah, they have it. Where like if you do a thumbs up, you can do like the hearts
3: and Well, if oh, you do we like, haven't done heart yet. Yeah, if you do a heart a heart thing should come out. Yeah. Okay. Oh, wow. and then and
0: then the double thumbs up is fireworks. Yeah.
2: But yeah. the first time it happened we had no idea. So we're sitting way.
0: here and we're like uh, <laughs> So we thought like somebody like you know, because like you know, like if you do text messages now on like iPhone, it'll like fucking congratulations, it'll fucking shoot balloons up and shit. Right. So I'm like, what the fuck? So I don't know why I did the thumbs down, Evan. I'm I'm sorry. We are not I,
2: uh, thumbs downing you. Evan. No, 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 no. You That's seem like dog. a cool dude. But no.
0: So
3: back to your your point about yeah. the about the advice, I would just say like because what I was going to say a little bit earlier was, you know, one of still one of my most mm-hmm. engaged. Episodes on the YouTube channel is my episode number one, just because that. Really? Whatever. Yeah, because for whatever reason, I hated that one. That, I'm just kidding, thanks, I man. I, I haven't watched it. <laughs> thanks, man. Um, was it? That's the thing too. Is like it was the video was so bad that it was audio only, but people still responded to that really well, and they wanted. And there was a steep drop off for a while, and analytics were weird, but. You know, I would just say put it out and just see what the
0: fuck happens. And, and they're going to do that anyway. Yeah. So it, it, my thing is, is, like, if you come to me and you ask for my advice, this is what I'm going to tell you. And, and I'm going to give you advice that's, like, kind of, like, ridiculous uh, a little bit, you know? Like, if you want to go do a, a podcast, go do a podcast. Yeah. Sit down and record it. Uh, honestly, like, to me, people who sit down and record and they do all of their own, like, editing and all that, I have way more respect for it than the people that just kind of sit down, record, and walk away, and someone else does all the work. Oh well, thank you. You know what I mean. <laughs> it, 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 kind of like, and I'm, and I, I, during the shutdown, helped open a studio where we did that, and it was amazing to me. I hope I don't get in trouble for this. It was amazing to me how many of the people that opened the studio with me barely knew how to do it. It was so de- define it. Uh, this this what we're doing recording right recording and uh that was kind of the reason why it imploded because uh they wanted me to teach the classes and then like i all was in all of them and i was going to get none benefit from the whole thing like no money no nothing
3: well if you're good at something <laughs> do it for free mm-hmm. so mm-hmm.
0: but like uh they were like we record our stuff on a phone and i went uh you can that's yeah. cool i mean good for you but uh, that's not how I do it, and, you know. Well, there's levels to it, right? And, sure, sure. And I mean,
3: you said a little bit earlier about how something you get is like uh, people think that you can just do it on the side, and and you can't. Mm-hmm. You definitely can't. Can. There's, there's level. Uh, let's just call it production value. Sure, right. There's levels to what you can. Put out and be successful. For right. you were talking about true crime earlier. Yeah. Holly. Um. There's a really good true crime co- podcast. I'm sure you've heard of it. It's called Morbid. I love. Morbid. Yeah, Morbid. And that one's audio only. Yeah. And and what we both obviously what the audience is not involved in is the behind the scenes research on stuff that both of the sisters are very good at. Right. But they don't have to worry about video clips and reels right, and right. whatever. Yeah. So so there's there's an there's an level there's a work amount that they don't have to worry about, which is fine. Thing. That is what they decided to do, and oh, quite I'm sure there's a lot line. of work behind right, like, the do. Yeah. Like that's awesome, right? They don't have to worry about the video right. and the reels aspects of it. But again, you, if you want to start, if someone's listening, and wants to start a podcast, you can do just you know get your audio together. But you can do just an audio podcast, sure. upload it, and move on. There's not a lot of back. I mean, there are, there's some marketing and there's some advertisement you're going to have to do right. on your oh, socials yeah. to get it done. Like the, the, even with audio only, there is a level of that, but. If you decide to do like the full blown, like what, what, quite frankly, not to sound selfish or not to sound pompous, but what you and I are doing, mm-hmm. where it's a full video show, where you're putting out at least one episode a week, and yep. you want to put out reels, you want to put out marketing, you want to do all this type oh, of stuff. Oh, I don't, stuff. I don't want to. <laughs> well, if you, if you decide to, right? If yeah. you want to do that, you kind of have it's to. It's yeah. going to take more time, yeah. right? And and like yeah of course there are some times where i'm doing editing or where i'm pulling out reels i'm like fuck i've seen this on my shit but i'll be completely honest 95 percent of the time when i have to sit down and do work for the part po- for my podcast it's not i have to it's like i get to right yeah. i
0: love doing it sure so much and, and but that's I, yeah. but, but that's the thing yeah. that's where john hit that thing and he's like because everyone like looks at even even celebrities, they're like, ah, that person was on this TV show. they're wealthy and it's like, no, that's not always true. Successful doesn't equate always to wealthy, but like people don't get sometimes you just kind of have to do it and and it's a lot of hard work yeah. and it's like it's like music like this is I equate this to like music and stand up and all that in that it's an art form. it's an art form mm-hmm. but also, there's like the people, the the 95% of us that are down here working our asses off. And then there's a fucking 4% gap with barely anyone in it. And then there's the 1% that are at the top just killing it and making a grip of money. And that's how music is right now. That's how stand-up is right now. Now, that doesn't mean we're going to not do it. Because right. we have to do it. You know, I go to Launchpad every week and watch bands that'll never fucking make a lot of money. Never make a lot of money. Yeah, I go to fucking Dry Heat and I watch comedians that'll probably never draw more than twenty dollars a show. Right, but but I'm glad that they do it. Oh yeah, for sure. And I'm glad that we're here, and I'm glad that you're there, and I'm glad that the potential problems guys are there. And it just kind of is this weird fucking dichotomy that we live in, where the world is like, well, if you're not making, you know living off this why would you fucking do it well because it's amazing
2: well and i think also our society has unfortunately equated success and personal success and personal growth with money right and that's i think being a stay-at-home mom has really taught me that You could be successful to yourself without the measure of money. Of course, money is nice. I'm not saying it's not. If you guys
0: want to dump a truckload of it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah,
2: sure, sure, (laughs) sure, sure. sure. Um, But I think that's like the biggest lesson I've learned is that, you know, everybody has their own measure of what makes them successful. Shit,
3: yeah. Well, okay, yeah, right, exactly. It's about defining success. But what you just brought up, I mean- Look, me personally, where I'm at in life right now, I don't want kids. This is not something that's sure. in my periphery. But I, mean, I mean, if but you don't me, want them, don't have but them. I'm yeah, telling but yeah, but I mean, <laughs> but I mean, being a parent, and especially being a mother and having kids, that is the, in my opinion, and, and I know you can say this, and people will find it uh, like sexist or can find it like uh, like misogynistic for some reason, but I truly believe, in my deepest, like my of my core values. The most important thing, uh, not only in life, but the most important thing that a woman can do is have kids, mm. raise them extremely well, mm. and create that type of environment where they can, regardless of what your fucking uh, your tax bracket is or where you live or regardless of where you're at, being, having kids, being a great mom and then sending them out into the world as prepared as humanly possible for them to go out and conquer and do good things themselves. That is more important than any career path ever.
2: Yeah, that is just
3: uh, I, I've, as far as I'm concerned. That is, and I'm not pandering, and I'm not like sure. no, 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 no. Like that is the most important thing on so many different levels, <laughs> right? That well, like there. Well, that's where everything begins.
4: Yeah, I, there I, can, I will agree with that. There,
3: there can't be money attached. To, there, there is no like, oh well, that's worth at least ten million dollars. Like no, bitch. Like we like, that is obviously at a base level of advancing the human race. But you, if you raise children well and you create good children, you are contributing to society at a level that no job ever could i'm with with rare like rare right arguments for equivalency but creating good
2: humans right yeah it's hard come on now and uh, thank you for saying and and i see what you're saying i'm gonna say this i don't Um, care
0: for moms myself
4: (laughs) (laughs) i'm just kidding Uh, i'm just kidding i'm kidding my my mom raised me in a van
2: i mean hey You you know, moms have to do what moms have to do. Down by the river? (laughs) Well, there wasn't a river in (laughs) Positas, but
4: yeah. Uh, I'm kidding. uh, kidding.
2: No, I, I was actually just having this conversation. So I'm like a super feminist. And I think one thing that happened to me. So I've always wanted to be a mom. I thought I wasn't going to be able to be a mom. I stepped up with my stepdaughter and then, you know, my son happened and I made my husband and I made the choice that we were going to sacrifice having two incomes so that our children would be happy. And the feminists were so mad at me.
1: <laughs> well, and, I
2: mean- and I was just like, look, if this is what I want to do. And what I think is important, and I think it's important to make sure that my children are happy and healthy, and you know. But also, working moms are important too. I don't know how the fuck they do it, right? But that's feminism. It's hard.
0: You're making a choice. You
3: get
2: to do one or the other.
3: And not to, we don't have to like expand this out to a broader thing. But like, whether it's feminism, whether it's like the MAGA Republicans, whether it's the super staunch libertarians, no matter what political like ideologies are out there. The moment that you step even an inch outside of that, the extreme my min- the vocal minority in that group will always have something to say about it, which yeah. is fucking right. nonsense. Like, again, like I'm, well, like, not to be a guy that tries to speak about what feminism should be, but like my understanding of it is that it is women be able to being able to say, Hey, this is what I want to do with my life. And then everyone saying, go right ahead. As long yeah. as it's not illegal. Go right ahead i so, mean
2: i will say that my like immediate friends are all on the same page that this yeah. is a cool oh. thing that i chose to do
3: actually we're it, not
2: it's <laughs> yeah except for chris but, but chris was
3: like what the liar. fuck are you doing but that's why they're your immediate friends. <laughs> yeah it's not a right. bunch of
0: wackos oh man being like,
3: oh you're, you're you're saying oh human
0: life is more important than a 401k i kind of i kind of get my but advice from off. my youtube comments myself. <laughs> oh man
2: <laughs> well i was just talking to a friend of mine about this because uh Can you imagine she's about to have have her first kid, and she was watching. You know, she's pregnant, she was hormonal, and there are what are called mom fluencers <laughs> on Instagram, what? TikTok. Oh my god,
4: is that a real name? It's yeah. a real thing. Oh, sure, oh,
2: believe and it. And yeah. here's the thing these women
0: I don't like influencers rec-
2: record in like the cleanest corner of their house, and when they're pregnant, they get professional mm-hmm. photos done. I didn't get to do that because I was pregnant during COVID. So, my husband took all of my maternity photos, and they have never been released. But, uh, you know, it, it's like... No, why
0: aren't there so many of my shoes?
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, what is wrong? I, I feel like that why was Why do I funnier? look like a walrus? That
0: was funnier than you think it is. Uh,
2: well, thanks. Uh, I feel like
0: that should be in your act. It is. Okay. My husband to took the maternity pictures, and those have yet to be released.
2: Yeah, there is. Nope. Uh, but, so, <laughs> I had to, like, explain that, like... You know what man kids suck okay yeah. kids suck i love my kids but god they suck i love and I- your house is never going to be clean no. again and you can't compare yourself to somebody on the internet and especially as a mom you can't you can't do no. it because kids are like little drunk gnomes yeah. yeah that ruin everything my two-year-old can dump out all of his toys in five seconds.
0: I, I love this guy. Like, there was somebody talking about how great their kids are. Mm-hmm. And some guy goes, kids are assholes. <laughs> yeah. And then someone's like, you can't say that. And he goes, I have three of them. I can say the <laughs> fuck out of that.
1: Yeah. Yeah,
2: there's yeah. a reason that when yeah. my son was coming out, I said, go ahead and fix me. Just yeah. while you're in there. Done. Um, because kids are, cr- kids are crazy. Yeah, and remember, they're so expensive.
4: I remember me as a child. I would not wish that on anyone. <laughs> right. No, if things I did. Oh, something's on fire, I'll put it in the freezer? That yeah. only makes sense come su- comes <laughs> comes socially. Like the, the, no. The freezer does not put out fire. I mean, but you it made see it go away. With it? Right. it made it go away. No,
2: but thank you so much, Noah, for saying that because there's I think uh, you know, a lot of people are not able to be stay-at-home parents. Yeah. And it is a scary I mean, it I'm not going to lie, my husband and I probably have a meltdown every couple months As about you should. what are we doing? As you should, right? <laughs> How do we do this? But daycare also costs. I would have to get a job. Yeah. And then my whole paycheck would the, pay the for moment somebody else's I, else to I take remember care of. I had
0: a friend from college and uh he's like, "Yeah, the wife's going to stay home and take care of the kids." And I was like, "Oh, that's cool." And he goes, "Daycare costs like if she went and worked." Mhm. It was like 95% of her check would yeah. go to... So it's not even worth it. So you want a bunch yeah. of fucking
3: strangers around your yeah. kids, make sure they... Well, yeah, And they- the daycares
2: yeah. we could afford. Right. Okay, I would not trust... I have a gecko. Oh, no, okay. no, I,
0: no,
3: I have I one. Try- I have one over here. <laughs> oh,
2: no, you have a daycare? Yeah,
0: and this the dog run over here on the side of the house.
2: <laughs> no, I went and looked at a daycare.
0: $5,000 a month. Yeah. Fuck you.
2: That's how they're Fuck the you.
0: Is. No, 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 it's cheap. You'll like, you'll like, it's good. It's- Brody will help
2: yeah there oh, was no. one so if they're not oh, i thought trained... you're saying
3: they were five
0: thousand oh, i'm, I'm no. talking about me oh, oh i'm oh, running
3: i'm running one. I misunderstood that. i'm dog sorry dog. I misunderstood. i'm not saying i'm saying fuck you today that, the kids learn switchblade
2: <laughs> <laughs> i mean i'm gonna tell you that the the daycares that i would send my kid to are like three thousand dollars a month that's oh fucking yeah
0: insane isn't that insane
2: it's fucking nuts i'm that, like that's why
3: not to get fucking i don't make that much money that's literally my entire month's pay
0: that's insane
2: no it's not yeah. and do uh, you what? have to provide well, always, diapers there's always, there's, and snacks
0: there's always central you could work over there oh, you know you know <laughs> two uh, hands and a mouth
3: I've get, I've been given very good feedback about my feet
0: uh, oh, only my... feet so, so only yeah, that's your that's your podcast <laughs> so my question is this yep. if you could tell your your pre-podcast self something when they were starting what would it be
3: oh that's a good question okay. um, it's uh, you don't know, okay. So I would say it's the Chinese warehouse cameras. First of all, I would say that no. But I would say like use those for your workers be- that are in the back. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I get my merch. More baby. feet, more feet. <laughs> no, yeah. I would say uh, be more comfortable asking questions that you want to ask because in the beginning. Um, I didn't have enough confidence in myself to yeah. ask questions that I knew would take this conversation to a lot more. It would elevate the conversation to a more interesting place, but it might also make somebody uncomfortable, mm-hmm. right? But it's, I would say, yeah, I would say, um, have more confidence to ask the questions that you uh, s- that you want to ask, and you see the conversation presenting you. And then I would also say, read more, okay? Um, mm-hmm. Because I'm a big reader anyway, but I love reading comic books, but not to d- disparage comics. I fucking love comics, right? But like over the last year and some change I've really made it made it a point to read more not obviously read things that I enjoy but read just books read books more I, I listen to podcasts all the time but like I have noticed my vernacular just get expanded so much by just sitting down and reading again, things that I enjoy, but just there's, I don't, maybe it's just how my brain works, but just the act of just sitting down and reading out of a real physical book, not of like a Kindle or like an app, like just having a book in front of me, really studying the words that are in front of me, Mm -hmm. whether, whether like, so like right now, what I'm reading is, um, so like comic wise, I'm reading, uh, invincible, which is fucking awesome. Great, great mm. comic. Yeah. yeah. I'm reading that for the first time. Um, Ooh. I also got some like singles here and there that I pry you're, through. You're but in for, uh, yeah, I know. A, I fucking love ride, Robert right Kirkman's right the genius anyway. Yeah. But, uh, so comic book wise, I'm reading invincible, uh, nonfiction wise, I'm reading Elon Musk, uh, biography. Okay. And then, uh, fiction wise, I'm reading a book called, uh, them or us. It's a zombie, uh, series that I really okay. like, but it's what I really enjoy about it is just absorbing everything that's in front of me, really like immersing myself in this situation that's going on, and it's, it's getting doing anything I guess to expand that out, doing anything that gets your thoughts moving in a direction they might normally not go, mm-hmm. right? And then taking that mental exercise and applying it to a podcast. And what I because what I love about doing podcasts to really expand this answer is like people. I mean, you've known this, you've done for mm-hmm. so fucking long. Like people will without having to tell it to you, right? People will passively let you know in the way that they speak or what they maybe emphasize uh, in the tone of their voice and their sentences, what they want to talk about without saying it to you, what's what's important to them, maybe what they want to shy away from and stuff like that. So being able to like, for lack of a better example, it's like you're watching them on like as like a netflix movie you got the subtitles on yep right so you, you you've got this person's subtitles on and you're picking out what you want to get into what you could mm-hmm. expand on what you might want to stay away from what you could okay that was a really good point but i'm gonna get them more comfortable so that in two hours from now i'm gonna ask them a question about that, right. you, that type of stuff right anything that gets your thoughts moving in that way and uh, like you brought headphones up earlier, right? Aside from the microphones, the in my opinion, the most important piece of equipment in the studio are the headphones because obviously it'll it helps you like stay immersed in the conversation and you're hearing what the viewers are hearing. But at the same time, there's four of us in here. If we don't have any headphones, we can right.
0: easily talk over each other. Oh, e- you, ought to, you ought to you ought to do a show. <laughs> live in front of an audience without yeah. headphones it's near impossible oh yeah but yeah. then you but know the,
4: the, the only reason you can even hear is because of your yeah, exactly. or, or monitors mm. let exactly. me take this i've never worked with monitors that's uh, just no. people
0: screaming I, so i'd never i i never understood monitor the monitor thing and then we did a show a launch launch pad somewhere i don't know uh no that was blackbird blackbird and and they're like you guys need monitors and they set up monitor front and i was like we couldn't fuck this it. so the crazy thing is is like when you go to launch pad and you watch a band and and they, I, don't, I guess musicians don't they don't share this they're they're hearing the sound guy talking to them mm-hmm. and you don't hear it it's fucking insane when you're on stage you're, you hear them and they're like they're telling the drummer kick 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 come on more drum and you can't hear it at all so when you're on stage, when you see them like tuning up and all that, they're literally listening to the sound guy talking to them, and it is amazing. And then like when you're up there and everyone's talking, you can hear everyone, yeah, with no headphones, and it is the most fucking amazing. So I, as soon as we, it's scary, dude. That is, I, it is scary weird. And so as soon as I could replicate that, I did, and and because <laughs> like we would do shows out live, and I would and, like headphones doing headphones live sucks because you're like side by side on the stage, and. You know, running it sucks. We did that show at Dry Heat, and it was fine.
2: That's because Sarah made it so easy. She
0: did. She <laughs> did really well. She she made me want to do live shows. Yeah. Thank you so, so much. a question I have for you. Yes. What is a question that after I was on the show, you wish you would have asked me?
3: Oh, good That question. I wish I would have asked you. Yeah.
0: Nothing? There was nothing?
3: I would say nothing, honestly, because you... Because we sat down for like three hours.
0: We did three hours, yeah. We did three hours. And then my girlfriend was like, Jesus Christ. I was like, I know, right? Yeah,
3: Yeah, that was three hours. You talked for that long? Yeah. For everything that, that I think for everything that specific conversation could have been, we got out. Okay. I think so. And now, I mean, obviously you could theorize, okay, well, maybe if I had so many X years more of experience or Mm -hmm. whatever, Mm -hmm. you know, but for what, everything. I wouldn't think that at all. Yeah. But for whatever that, the chemistry. And the alchemy of whatever that conversation was, right. I think I believe I got the most out of it. Good. Is there anything right.
0: you wish I would have asked you? No. Okay. Cool. That's I mean that's the
3: more important thing. It, it, because because sure. For me,
0: this guy, this guy's a fucking podcast. Like, well, that's more important. Than, like yeah, yeah. no, that, that's what I would say.
3: Is like <laughs> yeah. the last thing that I would want is a guest to leave like, damn, I wish you would have asked me about
0: this. Yeah. So like, man, well, I'm not, I'm not really no, no, about that. You're telling me that no one has ever walked away from that studio, and you're like, hmm. I feel like I could have got more, and I should have done more. I'm I'm sure they have. No, no, you. Oh, me, not them. Yeah. Um. There's never been a time where you were like, "I got everything out of that," and I don't feel like we could do another one.
3: Okay, that's those are two separate questions. Sure, they are. Um. So getting everything out of the conversation because this is something that people might not want to, might not be able to be comfortable with hearing, but it's the truth. Yeah. As a guest. On a podcast, you need to understand what you're doing and what you're going into. Oh, like, not everyone does. Right. And not everyone does. Right. And whether it's because it hasn't been explained to them or it's just like, like, for like mm. mil- or like, for like military terms, it's implied tasks. Right. So for me coming into a podcast as a guest, my whole thing is that when I get asked a question, make it very simple. If I get asked a question, I need to either uh delve into the important things that i know about the subject have a story to back it up that makes it applicable to me or if i don't know anything about the subject i admittedly say hey i don't know but here's what i think about it you're, to at least, you're such a host as a guest yeah to at least give you something to go off of <laughs> yeah. yeah right but then also i listen to a lot of pod like yeah. a lot of the things i listen to are podcasts. right and so like I try to put myself, like, yeah. I mean, the best podcast put you in the conversation anyway, but being able yeah. to look into that and be like, yeah, like, this is what how, I would How much of added- a
0: struggle is it to be a guest when you're a host? It's not. Yeah, it is. How much of a struggle is it to be a guest? Yeah, you're, you're, I, okay, oh. watching you right now. I'm not a good guest. No. So when I go on <laughs> other people's podcasts, I've had to learn how to be a guest and not run the conversation.
3: Oh, like hijack the conversation? Yeah. No, I've. I love being a guest. Like I was saying yeah. earlier, like all the all the pressure is off me. The only responsibility I have uh-huh. is to say how I feel, sure, yeah. and just articulate my, which is not a small responsibility, no. but to articulate myself well and carry the conversation, pull my weight, right? Like, because, hey, what's something you would tell yourself earlier? Well, I don't know. No, no, I've not yeah. really thought about it that much. And have
0: you had those guests? Yeah, they're tough. Fuck yeah, yeah I have. Yeah. And and, if, and that's the skill in this job. Yeah, you have to learn. How to take those people and take them where you want to go. But there's some people, or who where they want to go.
3: But there are some people who, in a conversation, whether they consciously are doing this or not, they don't want to be taken. No.
0: And it's fine. It's not. Tough, not yeah. And not everyone is. But then afterwards, they're like, oh it. man, how did that episode do? And you're like, terrible. Me, <laughs> not a good guest. <laughs> well, we, But you know that about yourself. Yeah. There's yeah. a level
3: of self-awareness that's important with that. Like, I've had a couple of guests that are very nice people, but just the conversation only went for about an hour, and I'm thankful for the hour we had. Don't get me wrong. for right. thankful for the hour we had, but I wish, like, because I don't, I don't want to sit there as a host and just be like, okay, but tell me more about that and get, no. like, demanding about it. If they don't want to talk about it, they're not going to talk about it. Fine, no, fine, whatever. But, like, for instance, I had somebody on, and we were talking about a clothing line, and both me and we were doing it live. So me and my producer... Um, like my producers pulling stuff up on his website, and I was asking him questions, and then like, like, and we, my producer found this older design that he did, and I'm like, oh shit, like where did like where did that come from? And he goes, oh, no, it was just an idea that I had. I'm like, oh okay, um, like what what time Can of your that? Yeah, yeah, like what time of your life was it? He was, oh, I was younger. It's like motherfucker. So it's well, like it's so like, but I, I bring that up just because like I could keep probing, but what that's telling me is that for whatever reason. And it's not my responsibility to know or really care that much. He doesn't want to talk about it. So we're not going to. So if we only go for an hour where I wish I could have pulled an hour and a half or two, fine. Whatever. But because, I mean, I'm not going to we're here to have a good fucking time. I'm not here because, like, the only thing that nothing really has annoyed me about podcasting lately or at all. But I guess the one thing that does is, like. Is like when people go into it expecting an interview. Well, you know what right. I mean. I'm not an interview. I, I can be an interview no, for I. sure. I, I know I have the ability to, but I'm in in my opinion, an interview comes with a level of. Um, you're asking the hard questions and you're really digging into this. Like, no, I'm here to have a conversation with you. Yeah, I'm here to figure out who you are as a person, why you do what you do, why you like what you like, so on and so forth. And then if hard questions come up, I'm going to ask them, sure. but I'm going to do it in a way that it's conversational. You know what I mean? I'm not going to do it in a way that it's like attacking or probing or anything like that. I've had a couple of podcast episodes that have turned into debates but that's completely different than like me just sitting here as an interviewer with as i don't have, you've done my podcast i don't have yep. prepared questions nope like just sitting down with like a prepared stack of paper like well, i mean you do you know, have a little bit well i have a questionnaire you do but like um it's not but i don't go like i go off of that but not really yeah and that's more of like a why do you do that i do the questionnaire the the most important uh the most important question on that questionnaire is the last one where it's like what do you like to drink yep. because my job as a host I think first and foremost other than helping the audience be entertained is to make my guests comfortable, comfortable. because yeah. my my audience won't be entertained if my guest isn't comfortable so I think the best way to do that is to give them a piece of what they're of what they're used to seeing mm-hmm. and the easiest way to do that is like what do you like to drink yeah. So that's the most important question on there. Other than that, I just like doing that because it looks professional and it might help me a little
0: bit. What do you like to drink?
3: What do I like to drink? <laughs> so non alcoholic wise, uh water and monster, just or just energy drinks in general. Yeah. Uh alcoholic wise, I'm a big I'm a big whiskey guy. So like um What kind of whiskey? yeah, so I love Johnny Walker Black. Um not Johnny Walker blue? Uh I've never had blue. It's right.
2: expensive. It's very expensive. <laughs> very
3: expensive. Uh Which
2: is good. So man. yes.
3: Like there's Johnny a Johnny Walker Blue, I love it. Like there's a uh, there's a really nice gift set at Costco, but it's $150 from Johnny Walker Blue. Johnny Walker Blue, yeah. That, mm-hmm. It's only $150? dollars hmm
1: That's a yeah.
3: pretty good deal. That's yeah. a damn good deal. Yeah, I know. And, and I want to eventually buy that because it looks it comes, yeah. it's, it's got a nice packaging and during the holidays they'll have That's some the like 149 white like, glasses with it. Yeah. 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 So anyway, anyway, so about. Johnny Walker Black, I really like. Um if I'm going cocktails, I'm an old-fashioned person. I love old fashions. Fucking shout out to Dustin at Red Door. He makes amazing old fashions. Oh, Dustin. Yeah. I love um, Dustin. Yeah, he yeah. makes amazing old fashions. And then beer-wise, I'm super fucking simple. I love Budweiser.
0: Okay. Uh, if I'm going IPA. King I would, of beers, huh?
3: Yeah, fuck yeah, it is. We had Budweiser's.
0: Um, uh, they said, what about Malort, LOL? <laughs> uh, we don't have enough. Well, I don't even know um, where the bottle is. We didn't even do the Malort. I don't have a lot. So, um, yeah. uh, do, you, do you know what Malort is? No. It is oh, known as like the worst tasting alcohol on the planet
4: you yeah. don't have to do a full what, thing, what type of what type I just of don't alcohol, know where it is, is it? uh it is a liqueur
3: ooh I don't know that I've ever had it a made it
4: before. all the way through prohibition because they thought it was too disgusting to be actual alcohol
3: <laughs> uh, uh well yeah, so anyway and yeah like I really like old Fashions, and then beer wise I like uh Budweiser and I really like uh uh Lucumbra, like the elevated or ex okay. Matt Ascension I like that IPA very much so So here's a question.
0: Yes. What are your, what is the the biggest
3: critique you've gotten from people? Ooh. Um, so I have been accused of, uh, transgender misinformation. I have been accused of, um, Oh, what was it? I'm trying to remember the exact, Oh, I've been accused of, um, not giving sex workers a platform based on my name. Um, oh, okay. Based on the name of the, which is inherently not true. If you go through my catalog, there are a couple people in there that could be considered that are considered sex workers. Um, um, and yeah, uh, let's see, so yeah, the transgender misinformation thing. Uh, I've gotten that message about you're not even uplifting the sex worker community, which is fucking nonsense. Oh, just anyway. from the name, okay? Yeah, it's just fucking nonsense. Um, and then it they're few and far between. Um, because the people that talk shit either do it behind my back or they just. Well, I only live off. Like I said, I only yeah. learn things from YouTube comments. <laughs> Apparently, I'm a um, dumb son of a but bitch. But it's funny. It's funny oh. because like I've gotten. It's <laughs> okay. funny because like uh, one person uh, yeah. that gave me the transgender misinformation uh, critique a couple of weeks later when i had uh june opal mm-hmm. on the podcast oh yeah yeah thank you um when i had uh when i had june on the podcast they were like oh yeah this is awesome good job so it's like okay at least that's yeah. coming from a constructive place sure um i'm it's t- it's tough to please everyone. yeah and i know in the beginning i got a couple like racial things but it was, it was a bunch of nonsense yeah um because and Here's my thing. it never bothers me because I know what my morals are. I know sure. I know where my ethics are and I know what I say and I would say with rare exception, I know what I say in the podcast. I've definitely done a couple episodes where I've just been and you yeah, know of course don't, don't remember bits of episodes, which is fine. I'm not ashamed of anything I've ever put out. Okay. I know that and then I also know that with all of that being said, there are views that I hold and mm-hmm. there are beliefs that I hold that will offend people. And people just flat out won't agree with, which is fine.
0: Yeah. Which which frankly- And that's life. Right? Yeah,
3: that's life. Exactly. You're going to find that anywhere. Um, But to know that like, so for instance, specifically with June, who's the shit, as you guys know. Yeah. Um, We had that conversation and it's about three hours long and there is, talk about getting everything out of a fucking episode. Holy shit. Like that was, that was such a great conversation like slash debate because there are things that- June believes mm-hmm. that I think is flat out wrong. Okay. And there are things that I believe that June believes is flat out wrong. And we know we're not going to come to that common ground. But that was maybe, if we're being generous, 10% of the conversation. Sure. 90% of it was either, okay, yeah, we agree on that, or we're both open to at least learn more, See, which is like, which is what's going to fucking happen if you sit down with somebody for a long enough period of time. You're right. going to find that you have more in common than you don't usually. Usually. Right? right so um that those are probably the biggest criticisms that i've had no actually i take that back uh my grandmother one of my grandmothers <laughs> actually she was like it's like noah um i and this was a legit con- a legit criticism because she gave it to me and then my girlfriend at the time she gave me the same the same exact criticism she's like noah um i really like what you're doing with your internet show and i think you should continue it because you're good at speaking
4: but you need to tone down your language oh, a yeah. little bit oh, yeah, and yeah, i was like yeah, okay yeah.
3: fair enough and then my girlfriend told me the same thing like maybe it was funny because she didn't even know i got that crit- that criticism but it was like maybe a month later and so I was like, oh, man, this might be a thing. So then I would look back at my episodes at the time, and maybe I was 25 deep, and I was like, oh, man, yeah, I do cuss a lot. And I can it, see it, – and it, and it was at the level mm-hmm. where me listening to myself, right. I was like, oh. That's I,
0: where I've said go back and listen to the things yeah. you do that you don't yeah. realize you do. I, I say fuck a lot. Yep. I say shit mm-hmm. a lot, and sure. that could be really – off-putting to people,
3: uh-huh. so I do need to tone that back. And then also what that does, talking about what I said a little bit about expanding your vernacular, I mean, if you can replace those four-letter words mm-hmm. with something better that's not vulgar, but you're getting your same point across, if not better, how is that not benefiting you? Well, and and, and, and let me, let me explain vulgar. this. Let
0: me say it to this, if you can figure out how to talk in a way... So, okay. So I recently had to cut out sugar completely from my diet. Oh, it's, shit. it's one of those things. And I'll tell you this. It has taken my appreciation and love for fruit to another level. I was going to say like yes. added sugar, right? Like high oh, fructose corn syrup. Yeah, oh, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So eating a fucking Envy Apple <laughs> from, uh, <laughs> from Costco is a delight. Those mm-hmm. are amazing. Now, if you can learn to speak in a way that everything is so much more eloquent, when you do say the word fuck... It, it
2: means something
0: jacks up that word so much more or it pumps up that word so much more in a way oh though i just noticed you have teenage ninja turtle socks no, i've been been at it. That that? It I also serious. got i haven't finished it yet but oh. they're my tattoo
3: as have well.
2: you watched the new um ninja turtles so i have a son
4: <laughs> which new ninja well the, the, new, the, the new, new, new movie new. yeah the, the cartoon. movie
2: and the, the show the
4: seth rogan all of them yeah. together yeah. okay
2: have you watched that? I haven't
4: gotten around
3: to it yet. Oh, no. it's... I've heard it's amazing.
2: I have to How watch it. How dare you? I know. I'm or are we talking
4: about the I, I also haven't uh, watched it.
2: My son is two and a half, and we decided... We were like, we haven't showed him Ninja Turtles oh, yet. Oh,
0: okay. Okay, hold on. Uh-oh. Something what? just happened.
2: What just happened? That. Oh,
0: Which easy. is everyone's favorite Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle.
4: Easy. Easy. Okay. Raphael. Raphael. I like Donnie. Nope. So, yes, Sancho, he's got the best last name. So, growing up, it was
3: Raph, Um, because I love the 90s Ninja Turtle movies. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah. But right now, it is Donatello. See, okay. Same. Donatello is my favorite. Because I just, dude, I, do, I, call I him can't. Donnie. Which is it I, Michelangelo's last Ronin? Is that right? I like Mikey yeah. too. Yeah, they made him the last Ronin. But no, I loved. I just love the bow staff and then because what I grew up on Ninja Turtle wise was a 2003 animated series is a little more dark, yeah. a little more for teenagers or young adults, mm. right? So, um, just watching Donatello simultaneously oh. work on tech in that show and then turn around and whip ass with the bo staff. Sarah and then says the video game. They made Donny, that Johnny
0: five Eva.
2: Yeah. See, Sarah and I are on the same page that that movie though. You should watch the movie. It know, is so fucking good and uh i was a little worried about it because i loved the ninja turtles as a kid and i was like uh so we showed him the old ones he loved them and then the new movie came out we're like we gotta we gotta watch it okay it's so fucking.
0: i'll check it out you gotta
2: watch it
4: all right i think we gotta end here i think we're I'm tired.
2: Did you say who your favorite is? <laughs>
4: I said Raphael. Oh,
2: sorry, sorry. So sorry.
4: It, is, it, is it like Raph across the board, except you said Mikey, right?
2: I said Donnie.
4: Oh Donnie. He he didn't say Raph. So Raf Raph was Raff. mine
3: as a kid. Because yeah. again, I just he had the most personality sure. out of all of the mm-hmm. like in the original like nineties movies, he had the most personality, I think. But no, growing up. Now it's Donatello, but but
0: Michelangelo is sure. like the last Ronin, right? He was they, the last. They Ronin. made Mikey the last Ronan, yeah, which is really weird. It's like an yeah. odd thing, but yeah. And yeah. I and I never got to read that. So okay, so if we're if <laughs> so, when I was a little kid, they came that came out, and it was it was black and white, right? Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. And it was such a weird thing because I go over to my friend's house and he had these, and I—if he still has them—he, you know, Jesus Christ, get yeah, that shit like. now. So uh, I just remember, do you know? Do you know how violent they were? Like they were insanely violent, and the the turtle shells came down to like a point, right? Oh. So Eastman and Laird, when they first came out, they were very like uh, like Kirkman, where they like everything was like very violent, and all that. Mm. And I don't know, like I—I'm sure there's a documentary out there about it. But like when they went from that black and white comic, because I remember when they first came out, because I was like, holy shit. Like, Because it sounds really cartoony. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And you're like, okay. And if you go look at those original comics, which is, if you can find one, good luck. Because they're fucking worth a grip ton of money. Mm-hmm. You
4: can look them up online. Yeah. Get, and they're the ultra
0: violent. Like oh. ultra violent. And so somewhere they are ninjas. They are ninjas. Yeah, it, they're and zombies. they're like stabbing people in the face. Oh, and uh, yeah, and so of seconds. course, as like a as like a ten year old boy, I was like, "Holy shit! This is amazing." Getting into yeah. comics, and uh, the transition I remember from that to like when they 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 went color. Like it was almost like when they went color. Like they were like, "Oh, it's for kids." Yeah. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle, and it was like, except for all the blood. no 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 when they went to the the, they they, know because that was because the 80s cartoon yeah Yeah. well there was a cartoon and all that but like there was a point where the comics went from the black and white bloody violent shit to like this is for kids they drive around in a van and it's fun my prized possession.
2: my whole childhood yeah. my grandparents got us at their house mm-hmm. they got us the van that shot out pizza pizza
0: is fucking a and, and i'm not saying it's wrong that it they was did that so
2: exciting but now they have ninja turtle pizza like frozen right. pizza and the bottom of it it looks like a shell <laughs> and uh my son now we ordered pizza oh, like man. nice pizza and he's like no not gonna eat it where's the shell
0: <laughs> this Man. is shit. This you is get it this on shit. Show. Mom, you get this shit out of my face. <laughs> That's a shell shot. Mom, mom, mom. <laughs> first. Ah. Your kid, your kid goes, "Mom, first of all, how dare you." Yeah. Second of all, you got a lot of nerve.
2: You got a lot of nerve. Third of all, who do
0: you think you are?
2: So now it's like, I guess we don't have to order him a pizza. We'll just get this $4. You eat,
0: eat this shit in front of your face. We'll eat a Hot and Sweaty from uh, Little, uh, Little Caesars. <laughs> hot and ready. Right, sure, whatever.
3: I made ready? the mistake of getting Little Caesars on Friday night, and I'm still feeling it. Oh, oh man, man. Oh. Yeah.
0: Uh, I want to thank Noah Vargas for being on the podcast. Thank you guys for having me. With with the theme song. Uh, Check out the Only Kings podcast. Please do. Mm and you can find it pretty much everywhere. Yep. YouTube. Uh, just vi- Google it. Yep. Jesus you- fucking Christ, people! It's 2024. Yep.
3: YouTube, Spotify, all that good stuff. Just had Sarah Kennedy on. Like I said, Jeez, that was an awesome episode. Got one coming out tomorrow. Live stream with Buck and yeah. Sticks on Wednesday. Yeah, good time.
0: Get an encyclopedia and learn how to Google. <laughs> yeah, or Yahoo, whatever it is now. <laughs> Yahoo. You say Yahoo like I do. Like Yahoo.
4: <laughs> is there a different way?
0: It's Yahoo. Because I say it Yahoo. And people, go, and people go, Yah-hoo. Yahoo. Yahoo. <laughs> like, I'm, like, saying, like, like, I'm a cowboy. I'm like, Yahoo. <laughs> uh, Holly Ann, what's got going
2: on? <laughs> on March 16th, you could see Kurt Fletcher and I on the Turtle Show at Turtle Mountain.
0: With the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles?
2: Yeah, I'll be there. Oh, right. um, I might. Sheldon. Maybe I'll dress up as Donnie. I don't know. Uh, um, or the Shredder. No, I'm not going to dress up as... How... Absolutely he? fucking You saw it. who... Did you not see who was at the
0: last <laughs> Comic-Con? Uh, some of the guys that were the turtles from the original movie yes. and April O'Neil?
2: Yes. Both April, O'Neil's, April O'Neil's, were O'Neils were there. Both,
0: both April O'Neils.
2: Oh, shit. Yeah.
0: And you guys didn't go. I went. Oh, okay. I was not there. You didn't come say hi
2: to us. Yeah, I did. there's photos oh
0: never mind i'm sorry
2: we have there's like actual photos Uh,
0: that's not true i'm sorry my bad.
2: my son lost his shant anyway um what was i saying oh and then april 21st i'll be at judo with royal which is going to be that's always fun to do a show with royal yeah um and yeah and oh and next sunday don't forget that we have colton from
0: uh, Cult 45, we're going to drink malt <laughs> liquor. Okay, Ew, sounds no. good. I'm listening. Uh, Do I have to get that from the store? No.
2: I mean, I lost my train of thought now.
0: Sorry. Yeah, from, uh, from uh From, what's the brewery? Bar fight or... Colton some we'll talk about it it's
2: yeah. a wavy hour I lost my train of thought so
0: he works at he works at uh, uh, a liquor store I work at a liquor store he works at Boss uh, Fight
2: that's the Boss fight.
0: sorry <laughs> he works at uh, Bird of Paradise so one time so we did this whole thing I'll tell this last story and we'll be done We did this whole thing where we were going through the liquor that we would drink before we were old enough to drink. And I was buying all of the MD 2020, (laughs) the Mad Dog 2020, which is actually (laughs) called Mogan Davis 2020. Mm -hmm. So Smiley goes, I'll do this as long as you don't buy Thunderbird. (laughs) And I was like, well, now I have to buy Thunderbird. Yeah, that was my bad. So I go into the Bird of Paradise Uh, and I'll never forget this. I didn't even work there at the time. And I walk up to the counter and I tell the guy, I was like, I've been looking all over, but I can't find Thunderbird. And he goes, no, we keep that behind the counter. (laughs) I was like, well, I would like a bottle of Thunderbird. And the guy goes, huh, you know what today is? And I was like, I have no idea. And he goes, today is the day that your life changes (laughs) and not for the better.
2: I remember. If you're
0: buying Thunderbird. (laughs)
2: <laughs> that's funny. That's and, my boss. And that he was, was
0: my boss that I work with and right he, now. And, and he was correct. It was pretty bad. It, was it bad. ruined uh, my birthday. That's <laughs> uh, do you have more? Not for the better. Okay. February 24th, I will be in Clovis, New Mexico with Smiley, apparently. Uh, Duke City Championship Wrestling. I can't remember the location. DCCWLiveTickets.com. Or DCCWLive.com. One of those. If you're in the Clovis metropolitan area. <laughs> is that you just Do they that have up, right? a
2: metropolitan area?
0: It is not. It's That's not like there.
2: downtown Rio Rancho. They I literally talk looked- about that a lot. I've never seen Here's it. Here's the funny thing.
0: I looked up I looked up hotel rooms and it was like forty six dollars. I was like, that can't be nice, right? <laughs> like, like we'll pay you to stay here. Yeah. <laughs> Uh they're all like hum- uh, it's it's fifty five. If you give us a review, it'll be forty two. <laughs> <laughs> Do I have to give you a good review? Nah.
3: <laughs> Just
0: acknowledge you stayed here. Yeah. Um and then the twenty ninth I will be back at the L Ray Duke City Championship Wrestling. Can't tell you what I'm doing, but I will be doing something. So oh. come I out. I won't boo. <laughs> you fucking oh son of a bitch.
2: <laughs> I might come and boo.
0: Okay. Oh, that's fine. You do stuff on stage. I'll come fucking boo you. Bring it. I mean, I'll tell a real joke.
2: <sighs>
0: Just because. If you do that shit, you're going to heckle me? I'll heckle you back.
2: I would never boo you.
0: There you go. Thank you, Holly. You're welcome. He booed me at the wrestling. I thought we were booing at that No, point. no, that is not how we were. I thought you turned heel. No, I had not. I was trying to. I was trying to pay homage to a fake skeleton that had been shattered by a wrestler. So I would I do not. And everybody's like, "Why would you? Why, why did you come out and do that?" Well, that's what they wrote for me. Okay.
2: Why do you go to your job and I do the it, thing? It and I thought I was be supposed to
4: No, I thought I was supposed to boo at so that. No, I
2: really I shouldn't barely... be laughing this hard. I'm sorry.
4: Uh, anyway,
0: thank you guys for watching, <laughs> and with that, we yeah, are ten, ten, drink, ten minimum. drink minimum.